Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Welcome. It's How We Seize It, episode 72. We're back with the MCU. This week's uh, episode is Daredevil Season 2, the Netflix uh, Marvel release, uh, 13 episodes. This is the second season, and uh, it's kind of a, a whole little own world in the Netflix era, right? With uh, We got Daredevil, we had Jessica Jones. Coming up, we have uh, Luke Cage and uh, Iron Fist, and that all leads into Defenders. So we're we're getting there slowly but surely, and and when I mean slowly, when I start looking at this, doing this every three weeks, I started looking at how many weeks we got out. We'll probably hit this by two thousand twenty-four or something like that. And I think you missed Punisher. You missed Punisher too. So we have another. Uh, we did. Uh, we did, and that it's kind of interesting. It, it's in that same genre, and and we'll get into Punisher for sure because he's definitely uh, shows up in this episode uh, as pretty much one of the main main storylines. Um, but yeah, he got his own, I believe, did he get two seasons? Yes, at so. least, at least. Yeah, I think, I think he had two Punisher seasons. got two seasons? Yeah. If you haven't seen, yeah, they're super good too. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I believe they're on our list. I can't remember if they're even on the list. They, oh, they sure. are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, yeah, I'm watching them. Are they okay. both on there or is just one of them on there? Uh, it's been a while since I looked at it, but well, I just and, looked and at it. I thought so only much of it. <laughs> I know, right? We'll, we'll definitely, I'll definitely like if we have to drop Agents of Shield to do Punisher season two, we we would do that. I, I would make that <laughs> sacrifice. Well, there's only two more on, on the list. I'm going off of. There's only two more seasons of Agents of Shield. Yeah, because we didn't. They didn't put the season six and seven on there. Right. Because um, I think they might happen after Endgame. I don't know. They, there was a point where they kind of jump the shark and go crazy and get all weird and and go into the future and just weird yeah. shit. So who knows how I... Uh, <laughs> I was going to talk about this off the podcast, but I guess we're going to talk about it now. Uh, if we decide that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after, say, season three or four is, is no longer kind of really, really touching the MCU, which is true, which it, the kind of... Even the Netflix and and uh, the the movies never really refer back to the the Agents of Shield, where they kind of refer to to the movies and stuff like that. So it's almost like they they want to be part of it, but they're that kid that nobody wants to play with in the neighborhood that just stands at the <laughs> fence and watches them. <laughs> right. So, well, I, I will say this: I'm in season four. I just started watching season four. That's where I am in the timeline, and they are making a couple references to like. Um, some of the stuff that's happening in the movies, the, the I always yeah. mess up the name there, the Accord, the, the... Oh, the Sokovia Accord? The Sokovia Accord, yeah. And, and they're making some other references and things like that. But it's it's early on, so I think they're doing that just to kind of tie... Like I said, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is always trying to play with the big boys, but the big boys just ignore them. It, it's literally like when you were a kid playing baseball <laughs> and there's that kid at the fence that, you know, just stares at you and watches but never actually gets to play... 
That's that's kind of uh, the Agents of Shield in the MCU world. Well, yeah, there's some parents that give you a whole bunch of money so you can buy the best bat and the best gloves. And stuff. <laughs> right. For Agents of Shield, they're pretty low budget, so they don't have very good script writers or much budget for the film. So yeah. they got to play with just the the used the used. They're, stick they're stealing the, that glove out of the trash yeah. that you threw and, away. Right. And, and, <laughs> and then there's the the season where they're in space. Yeah. which is they clearly ran out of money because they have 12 cast members in three rooms and they're all concrete. And yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, it gets pretty bad. But we'll, we'll talk about that once we get there because we I looked at it, I think last time I adjusted the weekly uh, rate on that, we were over 38, 40 weeks total. Oh, man. Um, wow. And okay. we're so... But it is what it is, and we'll get there. And uh, but before we get to that, we're gonna we're gonna talk about today's episode, which is um, Daredevil season two. Um, this was the the third release essentially for um, the net, uh, Netflix releases of these. They did the season one Daredevil, then they did Jessica Jones, and then they came back for season two. Um, then this all leads, and and they have a lot of good tie-ins. Um, you know, we they even talk about Jessica Jones in this episode. Uh, there's a point where they they mention her name. They, uh, uh, I'm trying to think. There's uh, a character. Gary Hogarth crosses over. Yeah, she crosses over from from there. They and also she have Foggy. That's right. She she. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They have a uh, uh, Desari or uh, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, Rosario Dawson. Claire. Redu- yeah. Claire. She actually is one of the few people that is in all of the different uh franchises the daredevil jessica jones um she's in all the netflix ones right she's like the sam jackson of netflix you know yeah (laughs) so she's one and then there's one other character now he doesn't make it in each season but he does touch in all of the different uh daredevil jessica jones luke cage iron fist and defenders and that is um the uh oh god well, I I'm already blanking on his name he's the 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 arms dealer the the the, the black one that guy makes that makes the suit oh oh the arms no 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 that not not him um ah uh, geez Turk Turk Barrett is the is the character he's the one that he gets his hand broken in his car he's the one that's like selling guns out of the trunk and Daredevil kind of beats oh, him right, yeah. right. Yeah, he yeah, actually yeah. makes it in every one of the other uh, oh really. Yeah, which I thought was I was interesting out of all the characters that like, because I don't think Luke Cage ever makes it into a Daredevil um, or Iron Fist. I don't think they ever make it into the Daredevil series. No, I don't, right? I don't think and, he did. And yeah. vice versa, where Luke Cage got into Jessica Jones and and, the, and they all are in Defenders. But it's one of those things is there's very few characters that make it into all of them. And those maybe, are, those maybe are the two. he's like uh, John Ratzenberger in the Pixar movies. He's just got his foot in the door somewhere. He knows, <laughs> he knows the right yeah, person. Right. So he gets uh, gets a little cameo on each one. Well, it's funny because he, he's such a minor character and he's used for comic relief. And apparently that was the same way that his character was in the comics. And uh, oh, he does, okay. yeah. So I, I just read so, someone had mentioned it, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Um, and uh, so I looked it up a little bit, and I was like, oh, okay, that's really interesting, kind of cool. All right, but before we get to uh, too deep into Daredevil season two, um, I want to talk about what we're going to be drinking for today's episode. And uh, so I'm gonna let Bo start us off because I know he's revving to go with his drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went pretty simple. Um, I I, uh, I was looking for, and I've always looked for a devil beer, and I've always looked okay. for like a devil named beer, a devil's named beer, and you know it's always 
I always forget to buy it or I drink it before the episodes come up and then I can't find it again <laughs> or something like that. And then it's like, I can't, you know, and so I can't find it. But what I did, what I did get was um, a couple of companies make it. And the one I went with is Jim Beam and they make something called the devil's cut. And what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. is when you're, when you're doing beer and barrels, a certain amount of it soaks into the wood mm-hmm. and it doesn't get, barreled with the standard batch you have to go through a secondary process to extract it from the wood and what that is is they call it the devil's cut and there's also there's on the other side there's also called the angel share and that's the part that evaporates and there's a way to to kind of recover that as well and that's that's because and that came from from grappa do you guys ever heard of grappa it's a it's a grape it's sure in italy yeah i picked some up Italy once uh yeah it's it's really actually I'm not a fan of it, but it's it, the, the terms devil's devil's cut and angel share came from grappa because grappa is fermented or sorry aged for so much longer than than many other liquors. Um, it actually like a barrel turns into by the time it's done like three quarters of a barrel or a half a barrel because oh, it just okay. evaporates through. So what they the part that evaporates is they say the angel share. So right, nice. Anyway, that's kind of so cool. That's, that's what I got. I got the devil's cut. Nice. Awesome. All right, Steve, what do you got well, for us? Well, this is a good segue because uh, I, I actually have a devil's drink too. Um, I was actually looking for a uh, mezcal drink. Uh, you know, Electra is always calling out. She wants a tequila, and, but she prefers mezcal if they have it. Um, right. And so I found a cocktail called a devil's margarita, which is pretty much a straight up tequila margarita. But but I, I, I rather than tequila, I've got some mezcal, which is which is a uh, kind of a, a sibling of tequila. Yeah. Tequila is actually a specific agave um, oh. made a certain way, but mezcal has a little bit more freedom to be, it has about 30 different agave um, plants that it can, uh, it can get its, uh, that it can be. Uh, Isn't it from. typically smokier? It is. Yeah. 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 Cause, uh, cause uh, t- the tequila is, is steamed agave. And whereas, whereas the mm. mezcal is, is put in like a pit where they you know fire it up oh, and yeah. smoke it so yeah um it's uh it's nice but it's still it's still the same family so i did a substitute i i put some mezcal instead of the tequila and what makes this a, a devil's margarita is it's topped with some red wine which um which you know i i, I got a kick out of uh out of fisk, <laughs> fisk drinking his red wine from his paper cup in prison and um <laughs> So I thought that was a good way of tying it together, yeah. and then it was called the Devil's Margarita, which I thought was 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 perfect. And it's really pretty too, because you actually oh, nice. you, you you shake the margarita, but then you pour the the wine on top, and so it, it has kind of a layered effect. Um, nice, nice. No, no uh, alcohol that represents the Punisher, though. But he doesn't he doesn't drink, so I, I figure I'll come up with something for him when we get to, when we get to his series. So, Devil's Margarita. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Awesome. <laughs> That's a good job. Yeah, I was wondering about that, if anybody was going to do, like, some jail wine, like some... Uh... Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, well, speaking I, of I that, almost did. Look at, look at, I actually picked up a bottle of cheap wine. It's called 19 Crimes. Uh, it was oh, okay. real cheap, but I thought, oh, that's perfect, because that kind of represents yeah. our... Um... Yeah, you're only about 81 <laughs> short of what Fisk did, but... <laughs> yeah. All right. Nina, what do you got for us? Well, um... This is uh, non-alcoholic, but um, because there's a real strong uh, Japanese current going through this season with um, the hand is sort of Japanese, and then they have like these ninjas and um, Sato or the 
the one guy that he he fights a couple of times. Uh, Nobu. 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 Yeah. Jeez, where did I get that from? Anyway, <laughs> so I made a a nice matcha tea. Awesome. Which um, I'm a big tea drinker. So if you're not familiar with this, this is the one. It's it's a powder, and you mix it, and you have like the special little whisk. And there's okay. It's it's kind of fun to do because it has like all these little. Uh, tools that you use there's a special scoop and there's a special whisk and they're all made out of bamboo and um, if you've ever seen a movie where they have a the the tea ceremony uh-huh. that's that's what this is oh cool so yeah actually yeah so like that. yeah like karate karate kid 2 for, or shogun yeah. or one of this yeah they did that nice. for us in school once we were i think i went you know we were in like elementary school or something like that or yeah they came in and they did a tea ceremony so yeah i remember it was it's also that, and i was like yeah there's also that great scene when when Stick is uh, trying to resurrect uh, Electra from her, you know, her poison wound, and he has he has uh, Matt Murdock, you know, gathering all these ingredients, and and then in the end, it's like, and I need some tea too. But once it's all over, he yes. just takes a tea and, and drinks it. It's like this was. I thought it was a whiskey. I thought it was a whiskey or something that he drank though. No, it was tea. Think, I thought it was an alcohol, but I'll I'll go with you. I, I I had a harder time watching these this the second time through. I don't I'm not sure why. Not that I didn't enjoy them, but I was I was getting bits and pieces. But yeah, no, that's awesome. You could you could even really do that up. Throw some sake in it or something else. Oh, sure, yeah, be really good. Yeah, so, uh, so some Japanese so, whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> very uh, back when we did the Cobra Kai, there was that Japanese whiskey that they had there. And I tried to find that and I wanted to do that. And I didn't see it till afterwards. A friend of ours, we were at his birthday this weekend. Uh, he actually got a bottle of it uh, oh, nice. for his birthday. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to try that. But he didn't open it and I'm not going to crack someone else's bottle on their birthday. That's just fun. <laughs> but, but it's kind of funny, the, the Japanese whiskey. All right. Uh, so I, I went with uh, Punisher. I, I did a, a drink inspired by Punisher just because, for me, he was the most interesting part of this um, this this season. Uh, I, I just, for something about, like, I was so drawn into everything. And, and maybe it's because I, I know I've seen the other, the other seasons where he has his own seasons, and I really, really enjoyed those. Um, I was never really a Punisher fan before. Like, I, I wasn't into the comics or anything like that. I didn't really know a whole lot about him. But I just thought the story they did with him, the actor that they got, just portrayed it so well. So I was trying to think of something to go with him, and I found a couple different ones. But I started thinking, I go, you know what? I got, I know there's bullet bourbon out there. I'm like, I, I got to go with that. And so I found one that they actually did. They did the bullet bourbon, and they it was supposed to be called, uh, it was the Punisher's War Zone drink. And he uses <laughs> bullet, bullet bourbon, and then uh, you use uh, Allnard Palmer ice cubes. Oh, right. Okay. And, they, like, and they made it like lemon or something. Yeah, it's the lemon it's, and iced tea mix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And they did them into they did them into ice cubes, but they had their ice cubes were shaped as like uh like bullets, like you know five oh. five six rounds and stuff like that. I don't have that, so I couldn't do that. But I <laughs> I, I did make some ice cubes and threw it in there. I and saw some you, glassware just recently that actually had a bullet like it was oh, yeah. part of the part oh, of the glass, like shattered into it and it looked really I've seen cool. that yeah, yeah. nice yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you top that with with a uh, ginger beer and so oh, it's it's nice. kind of like it's kind of like the 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 you know Moscow mule style but done with the bourbon um but it has a little bit of sweetness cuz of the iced tea and lemonade and came out really really good so that's kind of what I went with cheers yes yeah cheers so yeah I went with the bullet theme cuz of of uh, 
uh, Frank Castle and uh, Punisher and and just how accurate he is with his, his shooting and how much he is uh, about shooting and uh, just uh, his the violence he brings and. I gotta agree with you. I mean, I think he was definitely he he stole the the series, especially those first four episodes that really focused on where he was, who he was, and where he came from. Uh, were so uh, so engrossing, and he did such a great performance. Um, yeah. So the uh, the actor uh, in that is uh, John uh, Barthol. Bernthal. Bernthal. Yeah. Um, apparently he, he's in uh, Walking Dead. Uh, just, which I think just I, the first season. Yeah, a lot of people know him from that. I didn't know him from that um, just because I never watched that. One of the things I do, I, I did recognize him um, is in um, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. Uh, he oh, plays the I older brother. That. It's yeah. it's a great yeah. movie. I, 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 it's on my list. It's I've heard it's, it's great. It's on our list too. I think we need, we're gonna we're gonna check it out pretty soon here. It's, but yeah, uh, did you ever see uh, Wind River? Wind River yeah. is a is an excellent movie that actually stars. Here's a here's a Marvel Cinematic Universe cast because it's got uh, Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen as the leads. But uh, John Bernthal plays a plays a, a character that's really integral to the mm -hmm. to the plot. It's oh, a wow. great movie, really, huh. uh, really nice. heavy drama, but good. So so yeah, I mean, basically, this starts off with with. Uh, you know, kind of uh, Daredevil just getting, you know, back to back to it. You know, they start off with the little high scene and, you know, he stops that kind of playing that that's that's right up the superhero alley. Um, but then it really kind of takes a sideways turn and we get the, the Irish mob dinner that uh, no one took any leftovers home. Let's just say that like it, <laughs> it, it, uh, just a brutal like um you know, gangland shoot them up kind of thing, and and then it it starts playing off, and then uh, I think it's it's by s episode two that they have like they have the fight. It might even be before that where he gets them and uh, uh, Punisher shoots Daredevil right in the forehead. I think that's at the right. end of episode one. That's pretty right? early, yeah, because they're trying to. Yeah. They wanna, they, a lot of people will complained about his uh, his costume, and I think his mask is. <laughs> yeah. so, so they worked in a way of yeah. trying to damage it so they can upgrade it just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I think they did but a better it did, job. It did a really cool thing. It, I mean, but it really introduced him really quick. It introduced that he, hey, he's a pretty badass in his own right, and it showed also. And and you kind of have to. It doesn't come out right away, but if you think about it, and they talk about it later, he could have killed him. Right, yeah. you're you're talking. Sure. Um, you're talking about uh, Punisher, who who basically can take out most people one shot, one you know, one kill kind of thing, and he put it right in the one spot that wasn't going to kill him, kind of thing. Do you, you think know? he knew that? People, you think he knew it wouldn't kill him by hitting him right in that? I, I think so. Armor. I think I think, um, and a lot of the you know, I did my my due diligence and listened to podcasts, and a lot of people brought that up and. They were, they were saying that, you know, he would have been able, you know, they're rolling around and fighting and stuff like that. He would have known that it was armor plated. He would have known, you know, because how easily it could have just dropped it down and put one in the eye socket or, you know, there are so many. Yeah. So many other places that it's almost like he did it on purpose. And he knew it'd be enough to stop him so he could get away. Um, which, you know, it's kind of neat because it leads to the next episode where he ends up actually capturing him. And uh, tying them up on the roof, and they have the big moral discussion, right? And this is this is kind of a cool spot, and it's it's apparently directly from comic book. 
Is like, it? This, yeah, like the oh. full, like Damn, the whole, surprised. the whole thing, like even the the gun taped to his hand, right? Is is from the comic oh, book wow. and everything like that. I mean, I'm sure they took some liberties, you know, with some of the stuff. Like I don't know if the old veteran comes up and you know they have that conversation, yeah. but the idea of it is is that whole conversation and the morality of it and the 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 discussion that they have is is almost directly from the comic book down to the. The chain, you know, the 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 taping of the gun to the hand, which was pretty interesting, and you know, and it comes down to that one thing too. It's like uh, some people were talking about it is, um, you know, he he basically said, "Look, the only way you're gonna stop me from killing this guy is you gotta shoot me." Right, and he gave him one bullet, and everybody's like, "Oh, but he didn't really give him a bullet." But no, he used that bullet to shoot the chain, so he it was there, you know, yeah. and so right. I mean. Castle believed so deeply in what he was talking about that he was like, yeah, this is this is how it is. And so it really sets up later on stuff, too, that it, it, which is pretty cool. I think well, that episode, there was, oh, a, well, there were two episodes that I thought were really good that focused on, I, I liked the one with Fisk where it kind of showed his rise in prison. But in both episodes, I thought they, they I was really upset with the editing because they cut away it. You know, they became so dramatic and you became so, enthralled in what was going on and then they cut to something else and it just throws it off and i i wish though those both those episodes just were one scene episodes where they just played the whole yeah. thing out really mm. took a chance with that because it was it was really good good dialogue well performed and um good stuff yeah yeah both those actors are so compelling they definitely could have carried it i'm sorry yeah. both. Oh, go ahead no no, no, no that's no, fine no. that's great <laughs> Hey, you it's jumped fine, in there fine. right when you should have. That was perfect. Yep. It's it's all good. <laughs> it's fine. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. What was it? <laughs> okay. So I, I was thinking about this, and I've been thinking about this for a long time about Daredevil. So we talk about, you know, we're looking at all the movies. We're looking at the whole universe. Would you say Daredevil's a superhero, or is he just, like, a hero? Because you look at, like, he's got some powers. You know, he's got the enhanced sound, and he can hear people's heartbeats, and... You know, he can, you know, slow down his own heartbeat. But that's all like training. A lot of that, uh, you know, some of that is from training. Some of it's from losing his eyesight, but some of it's from his training. But then you look at comparing to people like Thor and Captain Captain America and Captain Marvel and like all you these call you Hawkeye. Do you call Hawkeye a superhero? You can't compare, but I do think he has something that's elevated beyond, you know, there's lots of blind people, but they're not able to you know, fight yeah. like that. And it's unfair to sure. really try to try to say that, that if they really try, they can, they can get to that, that point. I mean, yeah. But, um, <laughs> so I think, and I think they kind of talk a little bit about that in, in season one, but then do they even say what he got splashed with? I don't know what it was. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Nina. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Uh, well, we <laughs> talked a little bit about this when we watched the first season that I think he does have some sort of superpowers. He's just not aware of them. Like mm -hmm. maybe because he's blind, maybe because of his upbringing and all that, he's just, he's not aware that, like you said, he's healing a lot faster and he's recovering from beatings a lot faster yeah. and a lot. And he's just like, Which well, I had a it. Lot. He takes yeah, a lot of beatings. Takes a <laughs> lot of beatings. But, you know, he's like, oh, well, you know, the Murdochs know how to take a beating. And it's like, no, you're kind of superhuman. <laughs> but yeah. he, he's, he's just, he. It, I don't think it occurs to him maybe because he is such a loner. And plus he had Stick there who who yeah. probably told him nothing. 
he right. is enhanced. He is enhanced. Just uh, like the turtles, because the, the turtles got, got hit with right. the same uh, stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so, got mutated always somehow. Comes back, they just can always see. comes back to the turtles. <laughs> right. <laughs> it does. Um, yeah, if you go by the comics, he definitely has enhancements. Like, he has more of a sonar type, um, you know ability yeah. where you know and and they played that up in the in the 2003 movie um and they showed it which i thought was really cool in that movie i kind of wish they'd they would talk about it a little bit more but they're kind of staying a little mu more mundane um he 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 definitely has a little bit more than than just training like he wouldn't be able to do some of the stuff with just training he wouldn't be able to do the training you know that he did just by being blind i mean his his hearing is enhanced but it's not enhanced listen through four buildings and hear you kind of thing well he can hear he can hear people's heartbeats outside of yeah. their bodies and stuff like that. exactly it's pretty yeah it's, it's pretty enhanced yeah and then you know i mean he, he's supposed to be able to do that he's also supposed to be able to feel vibrations and things like yeah. that it's it's so he's definitely enhanced and, and if we go by the idea of like you have to have superpowers, you know, enhanced powers or something to be a superhero. Then you got like Black Widow's not a superhero. You got Hawkeye who's not a superhero. Yeah. I think it's more you can you can be a non-powered person and still be a superhero by your actions. And I think that. But I don't know that he even has that. I don't know that he's got. I mean, although you know everybody has their ups and their downs. And if you look at every single, you know, if you look at the full, not necessarily even in the movies, but you look at the full story of all these characters. You know, they all have their dark sides. They all have their yeah. ups and downs. I mean, it's it's so, it's yeah. intentions. So I, I, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I I, I well, get it. I, was I, it the last episode that Karen writes that that piece for the yeah. you know where she talks all yeah. about what is a hero and so yeah. is that what you're drawing from? That sounds like that's what you're getting into. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably. I mean, it's it's um, yeah. I'm I'm sure that's you know and um, subliminally is what's playing into it. Let's say but, uh, yeah. <laughs> well. So I mean, uh, I like I liked how Punisher, you know, he has his introduction, right? And and it starts off, and we get the moral uh, compass talk, and he's like, "You're just one bad day away from me," you know, and which he's not wrong. It, he, you know, he also had the great the great quote is like, he goes, "You put them down, and they get back up. I put them down, and they don't." Mm -hmm. Right. Same, so it, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, he's basically saying, "Look, we're both doing the same job. I'm just doing it better." It's like right. you, you know you're not you're not finishing the job, and so it, it brings up a big a good question. It's like you know he's he's not really wrong, which and I also had another thought about this, and it's funny uh, that you know a lot of people talk about this with Bat Batman and Daredevil that you know they have that uh, I'm not going to kill kind of motive yeah. and stuff like that. Batman yeah, has that. I don't know. Ben Affleck's Batman didn't seem to care. Batman suppo uh, is supposed Batman. to have that, okay. yeah. yeah. And and in some of the other, and and I think he was supposed to be that way, but yeah, they kind of didn't follow it as well. But I Superman mean, isn't supposed to kill, right? There was a big controversy in Man of Steel when he when he took uh, when he destroyed everybody's house for like you know seven <laughs> hundred miles. Walk. Well, when he took the life at the end, when he took uh, Zod's yeah. uh, life. Well, I mean, but that's the whole thing. Even even Daredevil, you can't tell me all the ass whooping he gave all those people in there. Some of those people are going to die. He threw a biker, what, down three stories, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he, so he might not intentionally take a life, but, you know, some shit's going to happen. Some cookies are going to get broken, and, you know. Well, he doesn't gonna... deliver the kill shot. You know, he doesn't put one between the eyes. He, does, like, he like, won't intentionally like kill. Like Punisher will. He'll just, like. Yeah. yeah. Well, Punisher is, like, he'll intentionally 
like he doesn't intentionally wound. He he doesn't. Yes. You know that's, one shot, that's one, the biggest. Yeah. Thing. One shot, one kill. Is that what? Isn't that what he says? Yeah. To his, uh, he says to his general to the to yeah the, uh, to the to the to the. I guess he. I don't. What's he turn? Uh, what's his name? Uh, he turns out to be the um, Clancy Brown. Oh, the uh, blacksmith. Blacksmith. Yeah. So oh, right. Yeah. Is he though? I think he was. Right. Yeah, I think that oh, was. Yeah. Yeah. They never really state a hundred percent that he was, and because I know what happens in the Punisher series, I'm not positive he was the blacksmith. Oh, interesting. He was part okay. of it. Hmm. Okay. He never, and, and I just watched this, I watched it twice. I watched once at work when I wasn't supposed to, and I watched once when I got uh, home today. <laughs> um, it was so, a good reveal. Uh, it, it certainly it played out like he was, like that was the, the big mystery that he, he yeah, was exposed. Yeah, like he was and part he, of it, yeah, yeah. and he gets caught, but he, I don't know if he was actually the blacksmith. And okay. they never really say specifically. Although Frank ends up killing him, and the whole thing comes down to, you know, like, hey, you were supposed to be part of us. You know, it all ties back to his military service and stuff like that. We get a, it really goes into that in the in the Punisher series. Uh, the actor that played that general or, or officer, uh, you know, it ties back. Uh, we talked about it last week in in uh, Mandalorian. In our, uh, well, wait, wait, no, no, no. It was in Nobody, right? When we talked about um, it, all goes back to um, oh God, I can't think of the movie, uh, the Shop Bug Shop. movie. Oh no, no. Um, we're talking oh, about maybe. the actor who played. Uh... Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Wait, the bug um, movie. Bug movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, Arachnophobia. A bug. No, 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 no. The one where they go <laughs> into like space. Like <laughs> No, the ones where they go into space. Uh, the 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 marine. The basically space marines. Oh, and they, oh, starship. Oh, troopers. starship troopers. Starship troopers. Oh, sure. He he's the he's the instructor that uh, oh. is walking him out and then ends up coming back and he's the one that kills the big bug. Well, he was in. Yeah. He was the devil character. Devil. There you go. In uh, Mandalorian, uh, at the prison break. He oh, was that, he was. He played that devil uh, guy that you know gets slammed and pulled. Oh, okay. He played that character. He was in Shawshank Redemption. He was the one that. Uh, Clancy uh, Brown, pri right? Prison guard. Is that his name? Yes. Yes. Clancy. He's great. Brown. He's he's really he's really he's a good fantastic. character actor. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's uh. I, I loved him in this. I thought he he did such a good job with everything in it that um, he uh, when he was on the stand the first time, like the the the, the part he delivered there was so touching and, and it it felt so good. And then it was almost had too good. It was almost too good. I think you know. I thought and and so I was happy to see that he was revealed in the end as well. I guess to be a now, bad guy. Yeah, to be a bad guy, and that and that he kind of played that part up a little bit. Go ahead. I interrupted. <laughs> um, well, no, I was trying. I was trying to remember because uh, we had the other actor that was in Nobody that was uh, the main general in the um, or the main commanding officer. In, I know in you're talking Star about. I don't know his name, but but <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to try and find it. But anyways, I I like that story. I loved how it all kind of it. I like how it played out through the whole thing. That it. it it really kept. Now, uh, some people who complained that this this season. Uh, they didn't like the fact that they had multiple stories going because you have the 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 Punisher uh, story, you have the Elektra story, you have a little bit with Fisk. And do you remember? Do you what, remember the old Batman? So Batman came out, and then that had the Joker, and then it was Batman Returns, and then it had Penguin, and and it also had Catwoman, and then they did Batman Forever, and then you have Riddler <laughs> and Robin and. Um, 
uh, what's and Two Face, and then they did the Batman and Robin, and and they just littered it. It just seemed like every every movie they added more and more and more and more just to yeah. make it. And and so I think in this one, in the first season, they played it straight. It was just like one good guy, one bad guy, and you you see how it plays out. It was it was start to finish. And then they got to explore a little bit more and bring in some side characters. But I know what, you know, and I thought I thought Punisher's story arc was much better than Elektra's. Um, but, uh, well, but I, I think I, they I played off of each more. other. And this is, this is, I think, I don't think you could have had one without the other because what Punisher did is he, he gave us the, the, the idea of what the Punisher was doing, but then, it, then they, they captured him, right? We got that great thing where, uh, you know, he beats him up, captures him, knocks him out, Puts him in the elevator and fights all the bi- bikers. I mean, yeah. great fight scene. Yeah. Right? It's, it, it's yeah. like the it's the hallway scene from season one, part two, yeah. where they go upgrade. go even <laughs> upgrade. Yeah, and with uh, the staircase. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's there's some great stuff in there, and I want to talk about that in a minute. But uh, that leads to the capture, and he turns him over to the cop, which then has a, a further play into it because now that becomes their commissioner Gordon character, right? If you look from Batman, he he's there in with the cops. It gets him promoted, but it, it gets it to the point where then they can defend him. So then we get the, the Nelson and Murdoch lawyer team, right? Which is part of this that really kind of gets washed over, but they get to do that, which gives foggy a huge one up in this, like, he actually becomes part of the story instead of just this side character who's like nothing. Um, but then in the same time, Elektra shows up. And so he needs to be Matt Murdoch, you know, needs to be part of the lawyer team. And he's, he's abandoning that because of Elektra. And that adds all the turmoil for what needs to move forward with them, breaking up the, the team and all that. And so as much as it was two stories, I think it's really one story that has, integral pieces that you know click together like legos you know you can't they they all fit together to make everything happen the way it needs to happen i think season one was easier to binge watch because it was so much more cohesive this one has so many different stories that it's almost better to spread it out and and then it's great because it's going different directions but things are tying together but if you watch it all at once which yeah. which is what I kind of did this weekend when I was trying to <laughs> trying to trying to catch back up. I had already seen it, but I but I I rewatched it all. It's a lot to try to keep in your head. So it is much harder to binge this one. Yeah, it's it's better I think spread out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they could have done without the whole you know the law firm falling apart. You know we're, we're not you know it's, we're we're going to go away all that kind of stuff. I think they could have. I, I understand why they did it, and I understand you know the 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 point for why they did it, but I think they could have, um, I think they could have done it a different way that would have helped with the cohesiveness as you put it, Steve, I think to make it just a better, a better kind of a story. It's like they're trying to do too much and they couldn't figure out how to do it all kind of a thing is what, is what it felt like happened to me. I agree. There's a lot. And I was wondering is like, like you said, would it would have been better to have more episodes and have, more detail to to spread it out or have less episodes and cut some stuff we actually did watch it spread out because my husband wanted to see it so you know we'll like watch one episode a night over like two weeks and i thought it worked fine that way i didn't mind that it had two stories 
or I mean, for as much as we complain about stuff like Agents of Shield, where it's like, oh, why is this twenty-two episodes or <laughs> so long? <laughs> that that it's like each part was as long as it needed to be. Like, yeah, it's like. Okay. I mean, it's not you got a the four idea. hour got Snyder the... cut, but right. I mean, it's it's like it's like okay. So we have the Punisher running around killing people. You get the idea. We don't have to stretch this out for eight episodes of him killing people, you know. And right. the same thing, the same thing with Electra. She's you know, we get her backstory. We get their relationship, and you know, they just got right to it. And I really instead... liked. I really liked the actor who played who played Electra, but I had a hard time with with the writing as far as kind of her motivation it seemed like it was back and forth what she wanted to do and i i got a little i got a little uh, frustrated at, at that um and who she was they didn't really go into the whole black sky thing maybe that was more comic they never do and it's not that's apparently it's it's not something from the comics either it's something this, made up totally for this okay this is this is actually a comic that i read when i was younger um the black sky or no her, no um, the, part of the electra hand. electra assassin yeah. Um. What it was? Uh. The Bill Sankiewicz, uh, ones back in the eighties, which I basically just bought because I really liked the art. But yeah. the story in that was, I mean, she was kind of a a cipher. There was no. I don't know. If they they've probably given her more in in the intervening decades. But it you know when she was first introduced, it was kind of like, who is she and why is she doing this? And it's like doesn't matter. It's just glorious violence for. 22 pages <laughs> what i read what i read is is she was introduced she's a frank miller character who 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 was doing the uh daredevil run for a while she was introduced as a love interest for uh daredevil just to see what superhero sex would be like um, wow. is what i read and i was like okay because apparently in the comic books matt murdoch was a sex addict oh really <laughs> Really? Oh, I remember you <laughs> mentioning that the last time. I think you mentioned that the last time. And so I was like, oh, okay. Makes sense. Her her outfit fits now. I get it. Um, but yeah, apparently that, and, and it was also supposed to be a um, a foil for, for Daredevil as far as like to try and pull him and pull his, his morals because she was so openly assassin and so loose with life and stuff like that, that he, you know, how, how far will you go for love kind of thing. And so, so she she played all those kind of tropes and stuff like that, and um, and that's what she was kind of created for. My dog's in here going crazy. Oh yes, <laughs> wonder what that was. But, um... She's got the zoomies. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem you get a lot of that with uh, the the female uh, superheroes being created just for sex, or you know, I'm I'm being general, but but there is a lot yeah. of that. And I, I I mean, especially in in the past. You yeah. know, I would yeah. in this in the seventies and eighties because it was like that was sort of like comics were coming out of being just for children. Yeah, and yeah. but now we're all and, woke and we're, we're we're okay now. Well, I mean, I'm not woke. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm still dead asleep. <laughs> but I mean, it's you know you do there's there's only so much you can do with a character who's basically primary motivation is to sleep with the male superheroes sure, you know i mean right. it's well and, i think and i mean said... it's sort of interesting and exciting you know the first couple issues but then it's like all right 
Now what? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, you said it earlier. This is a this is a straight out of the comics too. That she uh, becomes part of the the or she becomes the leader of the hand. So that is all comic book based. The whole uh, night is it night sky? No, dark sky or I can't even remember what it is dark. the. Black Dark Sky, wasn't it? Black, Black Sky. Sky, yeah. Is something that's completely made up. So whatever that is, is is not something from the comics. But her becoming the leader of the hand is um, uh, straight from the comics. And, and it come and I think that's uh, the what we're gonna get led up to is is with that comic uh, run is gonna take us through the Defenders, I believe. Um, I think they they cover that. And stuff like that, which is is also from the comics where those people are involved and stuff like that. So that part of it is is still comic book based, which is cool. But they also kind of added their own uh, touch to it. But yeah. I, I do I do like how it it kind of played itself. You know, yeah, can I throw something in? I was looking for my drink today, and uh, I went to a website, and one I almost went with. Um, had a commercial for Capital One with Jennifer Gardner, uh, Gardner, <laughs> Gardner uh, doing the ad, and I thought, oh, that's that's got to be the drink because here's our <laughs> here's our previous iteration of Electra that's kind of advertising this. Um, anyway, so speaking of the the old Jennifer Gardner Electra, and the, and it was the Ben Affleck uh, Daredevil, yeah, <laughs> uh, from two thousand three. You know, we wouldn't have the MCU that we have today if it wasn't for that movie. Because Why oh, really? yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Um, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> well, had to John Favreau was in that too, wasn't he? Hey, he played Foggy Nelson. Oh, you're oh, kidding. Man. Is that why? No. Oh, no he, kidding. He played Foggy Nelson in the 2003 Daredevil movie. And at that time, he pitched directing the Iron Man movie that became Holy the uh, 2008 Iron Man release. So he pitched that to direct him directing it to Marvel while he was playing Foggy Nelson in the 2003 Daredevil release. Oh, thank goodness. So wow. <laughs> that, and we all know that's what really kicked off the MCU. So yeah, yeah. without that Daredevil movie, which uh, was pretty bad. Um, I liked it at the time, but I haven't seen it since then. So I probably don't know better. <laughs> no, no. It, well, okay. So. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I remember, yeah. and I, I remember being like, "Okay, it's not the worst movie, but it it definitely, I think, did not do justice for the the comic book fans." Um, it like, made like it, we get with it was successful. I mean, it it took yeah. in twice as much or more than than it than it costs. Yeah, um, I think it just over time the the Which Ben is, Affleck went. You know, he he ended up. I don't know. They got the so much for thing going. Or <laughs> they got so Jennifer much Lawrence. flack from the the yeah. comic book fans on that, and that's what happened in the in the same with the Electra. And I don't remember the Electra movie outright. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember disliking it or liking it. Or um, that's right. That movie wouldn't have happened if Daredevil movie wasn't as successful. Right. It was. It's just yeah. more True. historically. It's no longer. And it was a fraction. <laughs> it was a fraction. I mean, the Electra movie was a was a bomb, right? Wasn't it? I don't know. I, I can look. I don't up. know. Yeah, <laughs> it, I think it made back its money, but I don't think it. You know, they making back their money. They consider a bomb. I mean, they can. They, well, they consider don't always. The, they don't always. Justice put, League uh, a bomb. Marketing costs into the yeah. uh, into the budget, so you don't. Well, they considered uh, Justice League a bomb, and it made uh, more back than it it cost. So right, and that's they don't, with the added seventy million. That, yeah, but they, you know, they don't they, put in marketing costs, and marketing costs can almost be as much as the budget so so it doesn't always mean that 
it's enough to to recoup their losses yeah. if you will but i mean it, it all it came down that it wasn't great with the fans where this daredevil i think is definitely killing it with the fans because they they give so much service i mean yeah. we got characters electro only made 57 million on a 65 million dollar budget so not a yeah <laughs> that, that's pretty okay. rough um we mentioned the characters earlier or, or at least we started mentioning some of them um one of the ones uh melvin right he's uh he's the guy that makes his suits and stuff like that now apparently he's a big character in the comics uh he plays gladiator um, in the comics, which I don't know anything about. Um, I never read enough to know, but apparently he's a big, big comic book uh, kind of icon for, for the, like, he's a, a D, D-list character who ends up helping him out and stuff like that, but everybody really loves the fact that he's in there, right? We got his his new baton at the end, you know, mm -hmm. just like they kind of gave us his, his suit at the end of the first one. He gets his, his right. iconic baton that he can swing around like uh, Spider-Man with and... Right. <clears throat> And stuff. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I was looking at it again uh, inside Melvin's uh, little uh, garage or whatever. If you look up on the, he's got a gladiator poster on the wall. Oh, so really? they do a lot of oh, little nice. things where they throw some Easter eggs in there. And I meant to watch a video. Someone told me about a video with all the Easter eggs from this. Um, but there's also a, a character called Stilt Man who starts back in like their 60s with, with Daredevil and he fights different things. Uh, throughout that apparently his armor is in in his shop at some point you oh, can wow. see it stuff like that so there's <laughs> they throw a lot of little easter eggs in there and i thought that was really cool yeah um, that's cool for sure matter of fact the, the guy i talked about earlier earlier turk the the, the gun dealer guy that is kind of in his car and stuff he actually plays a bigger role towards the end too he's in the bus with karen page he's the one that has the the ankle monitor on him that that draws the cops to when they get kidnapped he at one point becomes a stilt man, which I thought was kind of, I was like, I wonder if that's going to, yeah, I'm like, I wonder if that's going to come in. But he, I guess he's always used his comic relief in the comics. So it's kind of funny that they're kind of doing that here too. Um, other Okay. So uh, a lot of people talked about the, the Karen Page um, character throughout this season when I was listening to it. And there's various levels of, did she, did she, what she needed in this, you know, did she do anything? I mean, she switches jobs and all of a sudden now she's a, a um, reporter, a reporter, uh, investigative reporter. It's right. the but investigation. She always wanted to be one, but she always okay. wanted to be one. That's how, I mean, from the first series that she found out a lot of information on right. corporation, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's okay. And, and a lot of people are saying that they wouldn't even need to do that if they wouldn't have killed off the guy, the, the guy from the first uh, season which I, I kind of agree with him. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. But so she plays that role. Uh, the other part that they had a big issue was, and this is kind of from the comics, it plays part of it, is the little love story, you know, where she actually, her and, and Matt kiss, you know, it lasts all of right. about five seconds because then all of a sudden, you know, he kisses her on the street in the rain, which someone said that that's a comic book trope. You, if you're going to have a kiss... Uh, in a in a comic book movie, it has to be in the rain. Happens in the rain a lot. Right? <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Quite <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So I I mean I thought it was a pretty good scene personally. Uh, yeah. But then yeah, he goes up and and Electra's in his is well, in his house. Well, she she even invites him up and he says no. Uh, yeah. No, not on my first date or something like that. Yeah, I want to make this a memorable thing. Do you think that was because he was being a gentleman or because he didn't have an answer to all his scars? That that comes up a little later when he's talking to Electra about. 
what do you tell women about your scars? Well, I don't, I don't. I think he was trying to be a gentleman and go slow. I think yeah. he yeah. was. I mean, uh, he's he's Catholic. I mean, it's pretty well established. And I mean, but he, he throws thought... that out the window when Electra's around. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he well, he, throw, he it... throws that out like day old trash. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think but that was only in the I mean, flashbacks. He... They didn't. Yeah, but I mean, he might have like the whole thing like. Karen's a good girl, and I don't want to. Oh yeah, you know, uh, you know. Yeah. I think he. I think he's doing it too because he he knows it's wrong in a way. It's like yeah. he he's trying to fight it, but he he knows it's because he knows it's probably wrong, and he doesn't want to steer her wrong that way. So I, I look at it as he's being a good guy. It was it, it was probably also good that you know nothing happened. Because you got to be honest. Oh, that would have been worse too. Yeah, you, you got to be honest with someone, and, and it took him forever. It wasn't until the very last episode he finally tells her who he is, and that you know that's not something you can deal with. It's like, oh, you slept with me, and I you didn't even tell me who you really were. That wouldn't have gone too well. So, yeah, that's um, true. And and well, okay. So I I was wondering. I was uh, watching those last couple of episodes where he he once again encounters her as Daredevil up close. And I think she actually knows. I think she figures it out. Because there's a point in when they're in um, with with all the kidnapped people and he shows up and they're like literally face to face talking. She's even holding his arm or something like that. And he starts to say something and she starts to, but, but, and then he goes, you need to go. And I think she knows it at that point. Well, you even see him kind of look down to kind of throw his, yeah. his chin into yeah. the shadows. But yeah, his voice is so... Is is so recognizable that you you wonder it's like how does how does nobody figure out who who Daredevil <laughs> or Batman or you know a lot of these characters are who like they put on a little bit of a mask and it's like oh well, who are they? <laughs> so I I missed this comment but I read it it was uh, Electra was saying how did how did you find me and he's like well I saw all these videos of Daredevil fighting Fisk and he's like yeah but I was wearing a mask she's all but I would know that butt anywhere <laughs> and you were like you're like. <sighs> What? Like you can't tell it's him from his, you know, nose down, but you can tell him in a, his from his butt in a costume. Come on. So that's America's uh, ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that is so, America's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, going back to that scene, uh, I, I love, I love when he when he does the turn back and he looks at his own butt for a minute. <laughs> so good. Yep. Uh, but going back to yeah, I think Karen kind of knew it was him before he revealed it just because of that little yeah. bit, but it's hard you to can, say. You exactly. can know something, you can know something and not really know it. It's like, you can <laughs> consider it and then just dismiss it. Not, that's kind of where I think it probably went. It was probably something yeah. that, that, that something, something's familiar. Could it be? No way. He's blind. Yeah. I can't, you know, yeah, you just kind of dismiss it pretty quick. Uh, yeah. I think that's where it comes down, down to like, you're right. Like Batman and Superman is, is one thing, but it's like all the all the dots that would have to connect. It's like, gee, he kind of sounds like Matt, but he can't be Matt. Matt's blind, you know. Right, <laughs> so. right. Yeah, true. Well, then, and so then people also brought up the fact they're like, Foggy kept telling her that he was an alcoholic and had all these issues and stuff like that. And like, why did that not detour her at all? She's like, oh no, that's okay. I'm good. You know, it, it just she can fix him. Some some people think oh, that, especially that's a good yeah. yeah. Like especially with alcoholism, everybody's like, oh, you know, he's not really an alcoholic. Like I can get him to stop drinking. <laughs> like yeah. like yeah. you know, he's I know alcoholics, and alcoholics are dysfunctional, and they're not lawyers, and they're not 
you know, all this kind of stuff or whatever, but he's not that's an alcoholic. What, he's just a heavy drinker. I can gotcha. fix him. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I like, I like that idea. Um, no, that's cool. But that was one of the things a lot of people had issues with was her. Um, I thought I liked her, her, her story arc in this where she, she kind of connected with um, Castle, right? And, you know, and she, she yeah. was the one that could see that he wasn't, wasn't such a, a, a horrible person that, you know, like she could see the humanity in him. Where where it seemed like no one else could, and I I, I kind of like that aspect, and it, it I think it played well. It, that's that's one of her powers, I think. You know, one of her her traits that's very that works really well for her throughout the whole series is is how sympathetic and how how empathetic she is to everyone. Because it's like, you know, she's she's trying to save the the guy from the Irish. Oh right, the yeah. Irish mob. And then she's trying to save Frank, and then she's trying to save Matt. So you know she's she's really well, she's trying I, to save the she's trying to save the law firm. She's trying to she's save, trying to save the law which firm. Means she's, she's trying, trying to save Foggy, and she's trying to she's, yeah. trying, she's trying to help all of their customers. You know who can only yeah. pay with bananas. It's like well we got to help them. You know, so you know she's yeah. super super empathetic. Yeah, no, that, that's that's a good point, and I I, I actually liked her her. Um, story arc i like her as a, an actress and just uh i fell in love with her in true blood and and ever since then i've always i've really like just gravitated towards her as like is she a major i, I haven't seen true blood it's all she uh yeah she plays a uh, a young kind of a teen like late teens girl that becomes a vampire uh oh during the series <laughs> so yeah. she's not a vampire when it starts and okay no and, and she is it, she is really dumb plays a really super <laughs> dumb character just like yeah <laughs> like they're all kind of, girl oh my gosh they're all kind of dumb in that show but she's like really dumb <laughs> when you look at her imdb picture it looks nothing like her she's got like red hair red eyebrows oh her hair yeah her hair is a lot darker darker red which is more what she was like in in the true blood she she had the the, the she looks a lot younger hair. too yeah she definitely yeah. looks a lot younger too um, but I, I just, just her character in yeah. that I fell in love with that I, I she was dumb but she was also one of those like she, she you almost felt bad for her because all the you know she was just having such a hard time being a vampire and uh, <laughs> right. just the uh, the weirdest thing one of the, one of the tropes that she had to deal with too was really strange in that and I know it's this is a tangent but so she became a vampire as a a virgin but had a boyfriend who was human and they wanted to have sex. Well, apparently every time that after they had sex, she would heal. So every time it was like her being a virgin again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? And it was just like, the guy was like, well, what's so wrong with that? And it yeah. was like, you don't understand. And it just, it was one of those things I was like, oh, man, talk about just the crazy shit. Yeah, if you haven't watched True Blood, it's worth watching. It, it yeah, is a, no, I'm sure it is. Um, yeah. it, it's know, a long were, watch, though. Yeah, as we're, well, and, and just to circle back to something we were talking about earlier, Clancy Brown, um, talking about mm-hmm. him. I didn't I didn't remember you saying it. If you did, I, I missed it. But um, he was also in Thor Ragnarok. Oh. It's one, it's one of his top four movies on IMDb listed as. I don't know. What's the character? I, I don't know how big of a role he plays. Give me one second. I just clicked off because I was looking at, <laughs> look, looking at. Uh, I'm trying to think who he was in that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He played in Thor Ragnarok. Is he one of? The, he, I think he's probably one of the um, gladiators. He plays. 
Sartor, Sartor, S U R T U R. S U R T U R. Hmm. Oh, he was, he's the, the, the giant demon that oh. Thor is fighting oh. in the beginning. Oh, so it's just his voice like, then. Okay. Yeah, it's like, it's not a crown. It's not an eyebrow. It's a crown. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> okay. That's hilarious. Oh, that is funny. Well, he that's does... good. Now, now I have a voice to, or a face to put with a voice. Yeah, he. he... Oh, it does say voice. Yeah, it does just say voice. Yeah, and he—I think he was—I think he's Lex Luthor, in the uh -huh, he does DC the voices, yeah. cartoons. Yeah. Oh really? He's, he's great. He's one of those. He's one of those. Hey, it's that guy. He just shows up in all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, Sergeant Zim, though, from Starship Troopers, is the one I always think of when I see him. Well, I always think of him. I always think of him from Shawshank Redemption. Like he's—he's he's such a great character in that. And, True. And I mean, just to kind of get way off topic from what we're even talking about, get <laughs> even um, further off topic. But just that one scene where he's hanging um, Dufresne off the edge of the roof. <laughs> and he offers him a beer. Yeah, I just, we yeah. just got some beers. I'll do your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do your taxes. I'll save you the 3000 at that point, which is probably a lot of money now. I don't even know what the conversion is, but saves him $3,000 or whatever it was that he inherited. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a lot anyway. when you got nothing. Mm -hmm. It's true. That's true. Yeah, apparently he does a ton of voice acting. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, he's, got yeah. a, he's got a really distinctive kind of deep, sinister voice. I would say like 80% of his uh, yeah. IMDb is is animated voice stuff. Well, he's Mr. Krabs on SpongeBob, the movie, so. Oh, you're kidding. I didn't know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Definitely voiceover work. So anyway, go back to back to Daredevil. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, that's okay. So we talked to, we talked about ah um, uh, oh, damn, I can't even. Um, who did we talk about? We talked about Karen a little bit. Talked about Matt. Uh, Foggy. Foggy has a little bit of his own kind of story in this one too, where he finally kind of starts to stand up to Matt and be like, "Quit taking the shit." He also has some very stand up moments where, like, in the hospital. In the hospital, where he he talks down the two gangsters from killing each other. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. He has his times with. Uh, I love the one where the the agents come in and they're trying to take over their investigation, and he just calls them on their bullshit. He's like, "Oh well, let me get them on the the phone here," and they're like, "Oh well, you know." He he has a lot of high powered lawyer moments right. that well, make him give him something because in the first season he kind of was just. On there. the side, yeah. I mean, I mean, we asked the question when we did the first season: Is Foggy a good lawyer? And it's, you know, our we kind of came yeah. to the conclusion. Who knows? I think this right. one. <laughs> I think I think when he had to like take over when Matt didn't show up in court. Yeah. That. Well, did he? he he's a pretty good lawyer. <laughs> he he was able yeah, to just like, you know, he was prepared. He was able to just like jump up there and yeah. and and make his case. But I have expected him, um, you guys have seen Old School, right? The movie Old School? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, I have expected him after he, he gave that performance in court to, like, pull a Will Ferrell when he was doing the debate. <laughs> just, like, shake his head like, whoa! Like, what just happened? <laughs> like, that kind of a thing. Like, he wasn't really being a good lawyer. It was like, he just, he had his moment. Right. And he, like, shook out of it, and he was back to just being just plain well, I think, old. I think what it was is in the past, Foggy felt like he was... Um, inferior to Matt as a lawyer, right? In in the fact that you know Matt was always the better speaker, you know yeah. the the presenter, yeah. and and Loggy was 
what did I call him? Foggy. Foggy was a better. You said Moggy. I did. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. I messed it up somehow. Um, he he was more of the the background guy, the investigation, and and kind of yeah. looking up. He was the more info guy, and he had to step it up, and and he was able to. And I thought that was really cool, just because he got. I mean, he got his due, and then I mean, it plays off in the end. He he gets the the job with Hogarth, which is. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if we talked about that with Jessica Jones, but Hogarth in the comic books was a a male character, and he was the lawyer for the heroes for hire which was the luke cage um and uh iron fist kind of uh group um that they so, uh so, so is aren't the defenders luke is are the defenders so i haven't gotten this far are the defenders luke cage iron fist jessica jones and daredevil and daredevil yeah so did luke cage and iron fist kind of start on their own a little bit or I don't know how the comics went. I never read any of them. Uh, right. They kind of all come together because I don't even know how they all come together in Defenders. It's been a while since I watched it. It's the natural progression of comics. It's, I mean, they, they kind of all they kind of all get in, involved in the same investment. Yeah. I, I want to go. I want to go back to the courtroom stuff. We were we were getting a little. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, yes. Well, so I, I just want to say. I, Matt Murdock did not strike me as a very good lawyer in this. It kind of bugged me his scene when he finally got to court, and all he does is he, you know, he's cross examining. Uh, ah, who is he? Who is he talking to? Uh, hey, uh, Frank Castle. Right, and instead of actually asking him questions, he just goes off on some closing argument, which, which to me would have been overruled. It's like this isn't questioning. This is this is ridiculous. He's just yeah. Know, Matt Murdock is just know. going into a statement. Oh. I didn't like it, and I was hoping for kind of a, a a courtroom moment that you see in a lot of movies that makes you just really right. get excited about courtroom right. scenes. And I didn't I didn't find that was very uh, if, if they were trying to portray him as a good lawyer, it didn't come across that way for me. I don't know. Like, I, like you I were hoping he... for like a few good men kind of a scene, like uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I'm kind of spoiled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, go ahead. I kind of got the feeling that that was intentional to show that he's kind of fallen apart. Like yeah. they had to have a reason for for him and Foggy to kind That's of have their falling yeah. out. And you know, when he did not show up in court and kind of left Foggy hanging there, and I'm like, like I don't care. I I could feel that. I'm like, if I don't care oh, yeah. how good friends they were, that would be like unforgivable it's like you had one job be in court you know yeah. and well that's so, what reminded me yeah go ahead no anyway but i'm just saying i think that was kind of showing that like with um if electra had him his head turned around so much that he was like falling falling apart yeah he was is that your yeah, dog I mean, making I, all that noise uh yeah she's going <laughs> to ape shit we just threw outside so <laughs> She literally like had a Red Bull or something. I don't know. Yeah, she's out there running circles around the grass. Uh, wow. Okay. Give hey. her a pillow. Give her a pillow to. Um, do. We do for our our dog when he gets excited. Here, take a pillow. Well, Go off in the corner. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, she's not doing. She has a little. We, we call it hedgy. It was a stuffed animal. Now it's just the skin, and she she runs around oh, wow. throwing it up in the air and. Chase, yeah, yeah, she lost her shit. Um, yeah, I agree. So anyway, okay. <laughs> I was no, gonna no, say, no, I no, agree no. that the uh, the the lawyer scene may have been that it was showing that he he lost a little bit, but it was also setting up the moment where you know he was trying to get him to 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 say that yeah he ple- he pleads guilty 
but you know to the lesser charge kind of thing but he fucking flips it on him because the cop whispers to him that you know fisk will will do you know we don't i didn't hear what it was like i wish i had had it on um uh subtitle so i could read it but you know and then you know you get frank just goes off like yeah. he loses his shit just that i think i well, think that was the, more of a the, performance he that was that was him oh yeah him playing which he actually calls himself the punisher in that one i, yeah. I loved it he's like i'm the i'll be the punisher mother and but uh, the one thing i really liked about that too sorry is uh no. he he they really did a good job with him um saying and and throughout the whole thing saying that hey look this isn't just ptsd that caused the way i am right he people you know he they really did a good job with not trying to downplay ptsd and 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 make it seem like it's something it's not like it'll turn these guys into killers and stuff like that and they really wanted to make sure that they did that and i thought they did a good job and, and he, that's and where he karen, states that that's where karen really her her connection with with uh, the punisher was so integral to his just kind of getting a, a sense of who he was. So people complaining about what her role was in this series, I think that was really big because those scenes where it was just the two of them, you really got a sense of who the Punisher was because she drew yeah. that out. And nobody yeah. else could have done that. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Foggy might have, but I think he would have fought it a little bit. <laughs> he <would've>, right. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. Gotcha. Um... <laughs> So that scene with Matt Murdock, that 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 reminds me um, of a scene. It's it's kind of similar, but Rounders, the movie Rounders, where mm-hmm. um, have you guys seen that one? That's the the poker oh, one right? with uh, yeah, with it's ben, got Matt, it's Matt, Damon, Matt Damon and, and John uh, Malkovich. Uh, John Malkovich is in it, and um, oh geez, who's the who's the uh, he's the guy from the Italian Job. I'm trying to the bad guy from the Italian Job. I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, oh oh, something uh, junior. Uh, yeah. Ed Norton Jr. So yeah, Ed Norton are. Jr. Ed Norton, is in yeah. it too. So there's a scene where Ed Norton Jr. takes, you know, gets, gets, you know, something happens. He gets distracted. He gets, he gets, jeez, um, oh, just, you just said his name. He, the star, anyway. Matt Damon. No, the Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. He gets Matt Damon distracted and he has to show up for a court case. It's going to be like his big break and he's going to get like an internship out of it and all that kind of stuff. And, it's the same thing. It's like he gets him so distracted that he just totally bombs. And it's moments like that in movies and moments like that, like in, in TV shows, even or whatever. It's like, to me, it's so like, it just makes me cringe so much. Cause you can just <laughs> see, you can just see the runaway freight train of failure coming down the tracks and you're just like, Oh man, this is I, not, I gotta admit, not, not good. Sometimes in those moments, I'll pause it and I'll go to, go to Wikipedia or IMDb or something like that and read ahead. It's like, what happens? Cause I gotta be prepared. Yeah. Cause I can't stand this. I know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's yeah. My favorite court scene is actually from mystery Alaska. Oh, There's like Russell Crowe, this- right? Yeah, where the lawyer goes up and he's like, you have to excuse me, Your Honor, I'm fat. Yeah, exactly. I use that all the time. <laughs> that is like one of my favorite lines of movies ever. I use it yeah. all the time. I would have loved if Matt did that. You know, you'll have to excuse me, Your Honor, I'm blind. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I don't know if you guys have ever, have, have any of you guys put this together that, you know, the whole him being a lawyer and, and Justice supposed to be blind kind of thing have you ever, have any of you guys ever put that together you know i haven't and and as soon as you mentioned that i just thought uh you know i can't believe one of the like you know 
series posters you know they all have their uh, series one series two. one of right. them wasn't like him with the scales like <laughs> yeah. in the devil costume with like a blindfold it's, on or something it's in the uh, opening credits though what the it's scale. in the opening credits they have the they have the statue of justice oh standing and it like the red paint runs like has the oh red right show. right oh the oh, yeah i i haven't seen so, I've, I've i've watched both of the Daredevils twice, so I've seen four series of Daredevil, and I've probably only seen the opening credits on two of the episodes. I love, I love I tend to skip. Yeah. I tend <laughs> to skip the opening credits. Oh my god, this is! I love this opening credits. I yeah. something yeah, about this song. Cool. I I don't even watch it. It's just the song for me is so just. I love. I like the, the effect of how they have the it's yeah the, the dripping blood over the. Yeah, the characters. It's or whatever it is. It looks more like wax there's, or something. There's but, two other shows that have an yeah. opening that are very similar that I like that are like that. And one is Black Sails, and the other is um, Westworld. They have Westworld, kind of that, yeah. That music and the song and, and just yeah. And every time I hear them, I'm like, oh, I'm into it. <laughs> um, looking at my dog trying to figure out what the fuck he's doing now um but yeah so uh so yeah we have that we have the court scene and you know he goes all crazy and then we get the whole thing with fisk is gonna cut you know which leads us to the jail scene where you know we get fisk back which um a lot of people are really happy about i think fisk does a great job i didn't think we're gonna get him back i think he does a great job too i didn't think he was gonna come back it's a very interesting way that i i actually liked the fact that we have him in prison and and we have to and he so, yeah, I mean, I thought he would have had more power in there, like, coming in because just, you know, he was so powerful on the outside. I love um, the shot when, you know, they do a little bit of the backstory and they say everyone who, who starts here is all in white. Is in white. And there's that shot of him walking down, you know, carrying his thing, and he looks so frail and like a weeble yeah, wobble. Yeah. And he just looks he, looks, he looks silly. And I thought that was very uh, effective and, uh, to see, you know, what he could look like if he just had nothing and, and to know, well, where he was going to go with that because he certainly turns it around. But that was my problem with it is is in the comics, Kingpin, even when he was in jail, he still was a very powerful... He never, that was ever a, That was just a moment, though, and it it was just because of what he but was it, wearing. But it carried on, it carried on later because he's eating at the table by himself. He has to get this other little no kind of low life... You know, a guy comes over with nothing. It, I liked it, it because it showed. I liked it too. It showed a progression. It, it said it played well, but it just didn't. It didn't seem like the Fisk that I, you, I, I would have thought. I wanted an episode dedicated to the where he he came in as a, you know, where he was recognized as a nobody and how he just turned it around. Instead, they just did it kind of as an opening. Um, but uh, I liked that. So, I, so yeah, I, I disagree think- with you. <laughs> I, I, you're wrong okay I think, it, I think it was more compelling to have i mean yeah he very much well could have come in like and had all these cops on the, his payroll and all that stuff but i think it was more compelling to be like like you said he's here he's he's got nothing he's a prisoner he's basically he's trying to it's like keep your head down and do your time and then you'll be fine and it lasts for like five minutes and then it's like you know, I may not have anything, but I'm still ruthless and smart. And well, it has, definitely shows he's smart. No, it, it kind of does because he like figures out where everyone's loyalties are and who he. Oh has yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It, it showed that he was still smart. Yeah, I'm just saying it, the fact that he went in with nothing was a little off-putting because to go from as powerful as he was supposedly 
to to you know he still would have had people in you know in his right. take. It's not like he it's not like he burned any bridges going to prison. Well, that's how they played it up. Like he had nobody. Like he gets yeah, the one guy, and that's where I was kind of like, uh, I, don't, I like the mean, fact that he had to he had to take over the prison, and I like what he did. Um, yeah. And I like how it kind of came back a little bit where he fucked up a little bit because he tried to he tried to double cross the Punisher and that yeah. shit <laughs> that went sideways on him real quick. Yeah. And and you know they they have the scene where he he kind of fights with the Punisher and kind of supposedly wins. You realize that yeah, the Punisher was locked up that whole time. He had chains on his feet and hands, and still went toe to toe with him. Yeah. So, you know, speaking of the Punisher, the, uh, the scene, you know, when when the when uh, you know Frank comes into the prison and uh, and Fisk is there lifting weights, reminded me of that scene in uh, an old movie, uh, Heat, with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. It's like it's like. Oh yeah. To me, to me, here was two characters, and you know, John Bernthal has really shown his chops as an actor already in these episodes and and Fisk is kind of the same way he's 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 an actor with some history and to see these two and suddenly you're it's like oh we get a scene with both of them and it was like oh, yeah. it, it was like that scene in Heat when they finally brought Al Pacino and Robert De Niro together here's kind of a kind of a character actor with Al Pacino and and Robert De Niro's more of kind of a kind of a raw actor where you get you know, Fisk is is more that character style and 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 the Punisher is more that raw it was really exciting to see the two together and and that's what it that's what that's what I felt when I saw that scene it was like this is I'm I'm really excited about this and the scene itself was was fine just kind of like in heat it wasn't that big of a deal but but it was nice to see two powerhouse performances put together yeah I had a problem with him lifting weights. The fact that they had about eight hundred pounds on that bar and it wasn't even bending. Well, that's the um, comic. The, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> the bar yeah. wasn't bending at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the fact that he's throwing up eight hundred pounds like it's nothing. Like I'm like, <laughs> well, come I, on, I man. I would say this. I would say I would believe you know from a comic book perspective and from you know Fisk being portrayed the way he's portrayed, he's supposed to have. I will say superhuman strength to some degree, but he's supposed to be like stronger than way yeah. stronger than than most people. So yeah. I, I and I know eight hundred pounds is a lot to bench press. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to like <laughs> kid anybody to think that it's like there's people that can bench press eight hundred pounds. But yeah, I would say I mean, what do you have? Uh, five plates on each side. So I no, mean, it's like it's like s- seven or eight. It's oh, a well, lot. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. Is like that bar starts bending when you got like four plates on each side. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. It was. No, it was, I agree. I agree. And no one was going to spot him. What up? What up? You know. Well, he didn't need it because he's so strong. <laughs> but that's the thing I'm saying. It's like he's like that's that's. I, I agree. Very, he is. It's a very comic book thing to yeah. do. He's I supposed to be super thing strong. To do. When Matt Murdock comes and visits him, I thought that was a really powerhouse performance. When he's you know he starts picking him up and throwing him down on the desk. Yeah. I I, I like that. In fact, I thought his performance in, in in the few episodes he was in here was was more interesting and engaging than in the first season where he was a little bit more i don't know you saw more his love love story which which was good but here it was more of a, you know it was much more his his power and i liked that they brought a little bit of that side well they you they know, kept now that i more say controlled. It, though, I, now that i say that i i did appreciate how they they uh, 
showed who he was in the first season. So um, I like <laughs> he, he had a lot more control in the first season. He lost when he lost it. He went bad, really bad. Oh, and Matt um, Murdock just poked him with 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 his his girlfriend and how you're never going to see yeah. her again. She's never going to come. Yeah, back. that Ooh, that that was a trigger. So that was another because he truly where, truly loved her. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and and well, yeah. In the comic books, that's actually his wife. The the character Vanessa is his wife. Um, and so they're they're really playing that up. And She's it, it's back perfect. in season three, right? I haven't yeah. seen season three of, of uh, Daredevil. Oh, she is. I'm excited. Spoiler alert. Okay. Just kidding. When I look uh, things up on Wikipedia, I see the character's five years old. You're right. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I think they they did a really good job. Although this is another one that shows that Matt Murdock is not as smart as he could be. <laughs> like. You could have poked that bear from outside. Yeah, he yeah. got right. killed really easy because all the, the, the guards, the lawyer, they were looking the other way. Like, do oh, yeah, and I mean, he but he literally could have poked him from outside. He could have been, it was just like, you, you didn't have to go, like, I understand yeah. what he was trying to do, but he, he let his emotions get away from him and, and it almost got him fucked up really bad. And I think that's what this whole season is about, is... Uh, lecture really played on his emotions and really got him fucked up and, and not thinking straight. Right. Um, you know, which, well, even, I think even it, Claire calls him like the loneliest little soldier. And I thought, I thought that was, Oh yeah, that was good. That was like, that really kind of sticks it. It's like, it's like, that's, she calls him out a couple times. Yeah. yeah. He does. Oh, he's very hard to like in this one. Yeah. Um, compared to some of the other, I mean, you still like, I mean, he still kicks ass. You still got to enjoy that, but he is hard to like as a person compared to all the others he's a lot know. more conflicted a lot of a lot of the main characters in this were very conflicted i he, yeah, like i liked castle way more than him 100 yeah. percent. well castle was kind of he he knew what he wanted and uh you know if you agree with with what he's all about then yeah you're gonna like him <laughs> i don't disagree i mean, <laughs> I, mean <laughs> I i mean you know you guys can you know, I'm I'm going can say I'm being the girl here or whatever, but <laughs> that's that's, well, that's why you're on. I mean, I mean, you can see. I I mean, I can sympathize with his with what he wants to do, how he wants to kill every last person who was even related to his family's death. But it's like, you know, it, it's just. The brutality and just like you said, one shot, one kill for everybody. I mean, his body count is what <laughs> hundreds. It's just like, yeah. it's like he's a psychot. He's a he's psychotic. I mean, he's not he's not thinking straight. Oh, anymore. and yeah, you're you're 100 right. He he takes it to the the farthest extreme, and and that's the 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 key with the Punisher. And this is um, an interesting fact because I like I said, I wasn't a big Punisher fan i don't know i didn't know a lot about him but after this i wanted to go find out a little um they they do a lot to show that yeah what he's driven he he is taking it to the to the nth degree he you know he is not a hero's hero there was know? a moment in the courtroom when when there was a a, a son or daughter that that screams out you oh. killed my father and and that actually that actually resonated with Frank a little bit. You know, he brought it up a little later. I killed his, you know, that, you know, which I thought was effective. But, and but I, what did he well, say? He said, yeah, I killed him and I'll kill him again. Yeah, but but it He's was He's like, still... you fuck up. I will, he, his biggest thing is, is if you are a menace to society, 
a drag on this world. You are a murderer, a, a rob. You know, if you you don't deserve to live, and that's his mindset, and he doesn't go and this, from and this it. Is, this is where John Bernthal's performance was so great because he really still brings that empathy. You you understand him. You you see. He's got the humanity where he acknowledges that, and then he turns around and says, "But, but this," and you're like, "I get it," and that's yeah. that's that's good when 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 an, an actor's performance can draw you into motivation that way. I, I he's really not like wishy washy. That. It makes you that's... kind of reconsider your own motivations, and and I, I mean, I'm not going to go around and kill everyone, but but it's still, <laughs> but when you start, but when you start. It's good you know, to know, this, Steve. You, you see this. And, <laughs> when you know, see it, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have another drink. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 you're, we're, you're, you're going, go. <laughs> well, I, I just think when you, when you, when you start questioning it and start seeing, start questioning what the motivation is about and and getting a sense of it, it's it's interesting and that's that's important when it comes to this sort of entertainment. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can understand him wanting to kill all these people. And, you know, and I think Karen says, and, and Matt definitely says, it's like, it, it won't, it won't satisfy you. You can kill 300 people and you still will not fill up the place where they were. And, which is true. But the other thing is, he's not a mind reader. I mean, he's not. He's take, he's doing his best guess. It's like, all right. So one of the so like the dogs the dogs of hell gang was involved in this. So I'm going to kill every last dog of hell, including the ones well, that just joined. And it's just it, <laughs> not necessarily know. though. You got to think though. He does his homework because when he goes after um, the guy from the Irish gang that, that uh, they're trying to kind of protect, right. right? He knows the details. He knows the details of what that guy did. He knows the details of he tried, was robbing someone, a woman found, saw his face, and, she, and he killed her. So he's gone back and figured out all that stuff. So he's not just randomly figuring and shooting people. He's going and getting deep information and finding out who he, he's like Santa. He's, he's got a list. He's checking it twice. I want anybody else to figure out how you can put Santa Claus and Frank Castle in the same body. <laughs> there's, there's actually a famous crossover issue of uh, the Punisher and Archie that Oh really? Yeah, where he chaperones the prom at Riverdale, which is hilarious. Oh my god! Anyway, that's hilarious. That's um, funny. <laughs> that was many years ago, but anyway, but I mean, I can like I, it's he's an interesting character because you sympathize and you empathize, and it's what he does is understandable. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad he's not a real person, <laughs> and, it's, and it's and it's very and it's very uh, disturbing. Like when you see like there's a lot of uh, cops that have like Punisher patches and stuff that they that they do, and it's like okay, but you got to look. I don't, at I don't want a policeman to idolize the Punisher. Frank Castle. <laughs> well, yeah, well, okay, exactly. but there's there's two parts of it. He's also one of those guys that he he goes and protects the innocent a hundred percent. He will he will put his life on the line a hundred percent for those that are innocent and in all but of who's this stuff, innocent nobody's innocent. Karen was innocent. Right. 
Well, I, I'm just saying that. How many times was he around Karen? And Karen never ended up dead. They even bring it up multiple times. Okay, everyone's got skeletons in a closet. Nobody. <laughs> I, I I just think that if Frank gets a load of your skeletons, you're not innocent anymore. Well, there. I think he I think he has. I, I I don't think he's look. Well, I mean, he didn't kill Matt. Matt's got some skeletons. Karen's got some skeletons. Karen even killed a guy. Okay. Right. Right. So I mean, there, I. I I understand what you're saying that yeah there's not there, you got to take you can't just take him for what it is in in the the pure blunt kill anything that moves kind of thing but I think there's also that idea that he he's that he's that super protector between the the innocent and the and the evil right you know it's just like people taking up the the you know the Captain America shield and what it stands for not everybody has the same ideas of it and stuff like that. And, and not everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, it's so tragic. You know, it, everybody looks at them differently. You know, it, it's you, it, you find something to get behind. I can understand the, the, the violence and that. And I, I liked what they did with this Punisher compared to some of the other iterations of him where he literally was going after the main people that killed his family. Right. There was the three yeah. different. That was his main gist. And, and the deeper he gets into it, the more he's finding out there's more to it. Like if he would have killed the Irish mob, the, the bikers, and I can't remember what the other one, if he had killed all them, he probably would have been done. He probably would have walked away and did no more. But we, he finds out there's it's deeper and it's deeper and it's deeper. And that's where it keeps yeah, going. So. Well, yeah. And I, I think that's part of his psyche is that there's never an end. It's like, yeah, you, it's it's not about ending a life it's about you you've got to he's still going to get fed with those memories of of his family's death and that's not going to go away and as long as that's still there he's going to keep But he away. never he was never he never went out of his way to go after anybody that was outside of those those groups No but you can always find someone that's that's not in But that, he ha but he hasn't got to that point that's what I'm saying is you have to look like what was his motivation during this this season Now when we get into the Punisher series uh, the the next two seasons of those it gets different and things change and we find out some more and he does a little bit different but with what he was doing now I think was very much where it was like I don't think he was really off the hinge where he was just going after every single person I mean in the end he ends up, I mean he get, he does kill a couple ninjas helping helping uh, Daredevil out you know but other than that they were all basically the Irish the or the bikers or um criminals trying to kill him in prison i'm kind of excited because I, this is the end of my viewing on i you know up to season two daredevil which i had seen before i haven't seen any of the other seasons oh uh, you haven't seen luke cage I, or, I, or iron I, fist i haven't seen luke cage well i started watching luke cage i i lost interest pretty quick uh, so, but I watched Punisher season one, but I haven't seen season uh, two. So I haven't good. seen Devil, uh, Daredevil season two. Have you seen Iron two. Fist? I haven't seen Jessica Jones season two. There's, I haven't seen Iron Fist. So it's going to be all new to me. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> Up no, until, it's good. I mean, That's... So this is still, this is, I'm still kind of rewatching this, this, what I've seen. So I found far. watching this one that I had forgotten enough that it was kind of watching it again. Um, Although I did, like I said, I, I tried to binge a little bit and it was hard. Like you said earlier, um, I think next time I'm going to start, I'm going to start earlier. Uh, <laughs> I was a little burnt from our series, uh, 
runs I, that we did. I got I got so. a couple questions. The uh, those those five kids that were being drained of blood. Yeah. Those kids. You know that yes. current turned they they became kind of creepy. Were those like X Men? The way they, I don't know, it no. seemed like they were almost like mutants. And I thought, okay, Marvel, was it tied to the X-Men uh, thing? I, where they think, were I think they explained some of this in Iron Fist and maybe Defenders a little bit, or they may never come back and touch on it again. Okay. Um, they do some, talk about it a little bit. In Iron, it's, it's, it's touched on in Iron The mystical. Fist, yes. So one of the things, I and someone brought this up, is, and it was and it, as soon as they said, I went, oh, it makes so much sense. The, the, that whole episode where the ninjas are climbing up the side of the um, hospital and those kids are standing there in that, that formation and stuff. Yeah. Very comic book-esque yeah. scenes. Yeah, yeah. And, yes. and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they were creepy as fuck, those, those kids. And yeah, that was... And, oh, and that speaking was... of that scene, you know, when, when Claire gets thrown out the window and Daredevil shoots... Jumps out. You know, jumps out... You know, gravity does not work. Daredevil cannot fall faster than Claire. I don't, you know, you, and that's what he did. It's like she fell. But he dove. No, he dove. no, it doesn't work it doesn't that way. Work that way. <laughs> it's not, if you're Superman and you can actually propel yourself faster, I get it. But you're Daredevil, you can't propel yourself faster. He's not going to Maybe he had gas. It. I don't, <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> so... Um, you know what those you know what those kids reminded me of um, from the movie Seven. Uh-huh. Um, was it? Uh, I forget which of the Seven Deadly Sins it was, but the guy who was in the bed with all the uh, air fresheners hanging around the room. Was sloth. That, uh, that was sloth. Sloth. Yeah. yeah, sloth. So it reminded me of sloth because oh they were all God. like they were all like super like you know just emaciated and all that kind of stuff. That's and that's really... that's one of my you know one of my all time favorite movies that I don't want to admit. You know <laughs> why that movie's fantastic man it no, is but it's good because it, it is it is good but it's also oh yeah yes. it's, oh yes. yeah yeah David so many, so many does some so many great scenes so many great scenes in that and it's like like all these light bulb moments and yeah and, you know it's just you're like oh my gosh what did what, what like even even in that i mean once again just to get way off topic even that one scene where the guy goes to the brothel and and he's having sex with the with the prostitute basically and you realize what you're looking at at the moment you're like oh my god like like what you like, mean when you see insane. the when you see the belt to see the apparatus yeah it's, you see that his, his, his that was like in the in the yeah in the prisons you know when they're interrogating him and he's just going yeah. he's just going insane in front of your eyes yeah. because he knows what he's done yeah. yeah, that is that is a, a <laughs> extraordinary movie, but it's it's yep. it's not one that I recommend. <laughs> hey, go see this. Say, you know, really, really <laughs> one of those movies you really only need to see once. <laughs> right. I, although I've seen, it, I've seen it four or five I've times. Seen it, it's, <laughs> I've seen it half a dozen times too. Oh, wow. It's yeah. It's it's. Man, you guys talk and you talk bad about Frank Castle. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm not Kevin Spacey from that movie. I mean, for God's sakes. I mean, give me a break, would yeah. you? You know, it's I, I'm, it's not like I'm sitting. It's not like I'm sitting home at night watching Requiem for a Dream and like, man, this is how I want my life to be. Right. Like, <laughs> no, no, I get it, and, and I understand why people would be like. I mean, I, I understand the 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 issues with Frank Castle and stuff like that, and why he is uh, a hero but not a hero. 
But I don't you think know what I, mean? I don't yeah. think many people questioned the performance and thought that that oh, was, that, was, oh, that, was that elevated season two to a really good good level. So yeah, I mean we've had what I think there's two or three other Punisher movies. Uh, you know, there's been different iterations. Are there more than one? Yeah, <laughs> there is, and uh, th- he definitely has. I think best Punisher. Now a lot of people were like, oh, but he's he's he seems so much smaller, but. In a way, you don't have to be a big, intimidating guy to be the Punisher. Like, you know, he, I never, gun, I never thought that. I never thought he was too yeah. small. I thought he played it perfect. I never did. He, he was no, he was no. Uh, um, uh, what's the, what's the? Uh, Tom Is it Cruise. Dolph Lung? No, Tom Cruise uh, <laughs> playing. Uh, who, what did he play? He played that uh, that book actor. Uh, what was the What was the movie? Uh, uh, John Reacher. Yeah, Reacher. Reacher. Yeah. yeah, Jack Reacher, not John. Jack Reacher, right, right, Jack right, right, Reacher, yeah. who was supposed to be this six foot five character, and, oh. and then they they cast Tom Cruise, who's you know smaller than me, and that's <laughs> saying a lot. Well, I mean, but getting back to the Punisher, I mean, I think it speaks to how compelling the character is that while you're watching the show, you're like, yeah, go get him, Frank, and then it's only later. Well, maybe not you, Noah, but me. I'm sitting. <laughs> Oh my God! This, this, this I I look at it as like okay. I mean, uh, the people that he did kill, like you know, uh, well, and then there's even parts where they try and pin it on him, and you know, like like when he's when he escapes from jail, there's a bunch of people getting killed. That's, yeah, the, uh, they're the trying to pin it on him, Araya, but it's uh, it's yeah, not on Araya's. him. But it's not him. It's, yeah, and and they bring that up, but I mean like. When he's in the jail and, and he goes and kills the, the, the other boss for Fisk, right? That one is kind of like, okay, what your, your motivation is to get out of jail, I guess. You know, I get, I get that. But then he comes out and he has to fight his way. That's just, that's just survival at that point. Yeah. Well, his motivation so I, was more than just to get out of jail because he was someone that was instrumental in the, in the whole uh, situation with his yeah, family. Well, I mean, yeah, so. so there's that too. I mean, but it's, it, it was Fisk setting it up and he's like, hey, yes. I'll, I'll give you information. So it was, it was all to an end. You know? Well, even, the, even, the, even Castle says, you know, when I'm done with this, I'm going to come back and kill you. And Fisk says, you know, that's okay. I get that. <laughs> you can yeah. do that. Yeah. That was good. Well, you get the, I love <laughs> it's the one time when you see Fisk go fuck. I think I fucked up a little bit. <laughs> when 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 he gets out and he goes, I might have shut up, rethought that one and played this one straight. Uh, I think yeah. I played myself. I think I played yeah. myself on yeah. this one. Um, but yeah, that I mean, that, well, there we go. Another hallway scene. And this one, talk about brutality. Like yeah, oh, hallway is one through. thing, but this was this was yeah, violent as fuck. Oh my god. And yeah, well, there's in because because there's okay. there's every one of them is blood and guts and yeah. stab and just and, and, I, and I think it's interesting, like they're all wearing orange and he's the only one in white. Yeah. And then when he's done, Not he's like, end, he's right. red. Yeah. He's, he's covered in red. Okay, problem. that was the hardest. That's that, good. I like that. Yeah. That was a hard scene when because the guy was above him and the blood just comes down on his face. His mouth was open. I was like, oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we got a peanut gallery uh, on that one yeah. Uh, but yeah it was such a crazy scene and and that was the one thing that's oh, that's different in well, this that was like that that diner scene that diner scene when he's like stabbing the guy oh, yeah. and it cuts to karen and all you hear are those There's like the three noises. or four stabbing like motion and she's just like what oh i can't stand this 
So yeah, it's yeah. not easy to listen to or see. Well, this is the most. I think this is even more brutal than the Punisher uh, ones that we get um, later. The, the the Punisher seasons. I think this is actually more yeah. violent. When you're dealing brutal. with 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 knives and. Well, I mean, but it's. I, I think people. What I think what happened was is a lot of people said, "Hey, the violence was a little off turning. Like, turn that back a little bit, and this would have been perfect." So I think they took that in in the next. Wait, series. what do you mean? The, you think Punisher season they, one? They thought two. violence was too much. I mean, that's the part of the character. the the blood and guts. Like, but, th- but he it, fights. But that's part of the character that you can't. But you can you can show someone getting shot and not have the 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 gore. Their head yeah. Well. Right. Yeah, but but it resonates a little bit more when you see it and and you start to feel. Uh, I get feel you. It. I I think that's I think there's something Wait. that artistically well, wait till is important. You, wait there. till you see the next ones though, and you'll you'll see what I mean. The difference in it is like you can have because I, I I as much as I like Punisher in this one, I like him more in the next in his in his own series, and I think it is because they they dial they don't dial back the violence. They dial back the brute. They leave the brutality and dial back the kind of the grotesque. The graphicness, right? I disagree. I I think it's more important. And this is why you're wrong. No, to see the graphicness (laughs) because it makes it 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 makes you more in conflict with your emotions. If you if you say I agree with him, I empathize with him, but my God, look at the brutality. That's that's a good debate internally. Whereas if you see a, a the next series where they they scale back the the brutality and then you don't have that internal debate and and then it's no longer relevant. I, I, I don't well, know. I think I, there's a it's kind of a it's kind of a fine line because it's like I, I think about um, have you guys watched Ozark? I, I've seen no. a few episodes. I, yeah. Have you? I, I well, I don't want to spoil anything if you guys. I've only seen a few ahead. episodes, so so yeah, okay, you won't right. spoil it. <laughs> so 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 I, I won't. Well, there's a there's a scene at the end of the the last season that you'll see, and I don't want to get too much into it, but it's graphic. It, and, and it's a very important scene for the show. It's graphic, but it's not violent. So it's one of these things where it's like it's that fine line of. Like you kind of look at you like, oh my gosh, like what just happened? Mm-hmm. But it's not like you don't have to see the knife going in, kind of a thing. Right. Like you guys, you're talking about. Like you can hear that sound of like the the sort of like just. It's almost like in Goodfellas. That's what it, I mean. I know yeah. and if you haven't seen Goodfellas, that's your own fault. But it's almost <laughs> like in Goodfellas, right. where where the guy's in the trunk and he's rattling around and he goes back with the knife and he's just like stabbing him in the trunk and you can hear the knife like just going in and you yeah. can like hear it like just crunching and crunching and crunching you don't see the knife going in but you know so it's not graphic but it's violent but you can do it the other way around i so- i like the idea if we're going to be judge if we're going to judge frank castle then we needed to see what he's capable of and 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 do that and Otherwise, it's just kind of more entertainment. And I okay, can't... but let's let's look at this. So you got the fight scene in the hallway stairwell with Daredevil, right? Sure. As much yeah. brutality and as much, but there's not the there's not the graphic uh, cuts and bruises and blood spraying everywhere. No, is and Matt Murdock more... is 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 more well, this whole this whole season. Matt Murdock is questioning, you know, this idea of how far do you take it? You know, he he does not want to kill anyone. That's that's a big part of this this season, you know. 
Right, but that's what I'm saying. Is is that any more? What's the difference in that than in the the fight scene in the hallway where he's in prison, other than the blood? I mean, I mean you know what? Well, well, <laughs> this. well, let's even let's even go back to the scene we were talking about from Seven, where they're the guy's sitting there and he's showing him the pictures of the apparatus that he has to have to. <sighs> So, I mean, you think right, you about that. See, That's, yeah, that. You don't, you see, don't see it see happen. Anything. No, but but it's all in your head. You know exactly yeah. what happened, and that's almost worse. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, true. Yes, exactly. That's true. So, so. I mean, when they show violence cinematically, obviously it's not real. And, you know... No, I heard they killed, like, eight or nine actors <laughs> just to make it... To... Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, I have some I have friends you who went away to... The... <laughs> You know, you got to break some eggs. That's why, the budget, that's why the budget was so high on the series. They had to like all the funerals and stuff. But I mean, I have some friends who were who were into like super violent horror movies, like you sure. know, torture, torture porn, and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm like, but it's like at some point you just you kind of have to distance your you can distance yourself you can say oh this is really horrible and violent but they're all actors and this is caro syrup with red food dye <laughs> and this is ca fast camera angles and fight choreography and everybody's fine and where i think i think steve is right where if they kind of suggest what's happening like if you hear the sound you can imagine it and it's it's a more visceral sometimes mm -hmm. so yeah. it's funny just, just to move a point across uh one of the the it was they were talking about the fight scene in the stairway there's one where he throws one of the um bikers off the stairwell and he falls a couple stories and they were trying to figure out like okay i couldn't see wires i could they're like trying to figure out when the guy's like oh yeah they just they just sacrificed one of the stuntmen they're like <laughs> they just, we don't got the cgi budget we're just gonna throw yeah. And, and, and for the best i was like that's pretty yeah. funny <laughs> hey uh real quick no i have to go ian carmel just started a live video on oh, shit. so i have to little inside joke for us yeah, it's, it's one it's, of the guys another podcast we listen yeah. to it's one of the guys from that so it's all fantasy everything podcast it's it's three comedians they draft just random shit it is one of the like so yeah. outside of the stuff i do for research podcast that is one of my every week as soon as it comes out i'm listening to it. that yeah. my turtle soup are like the, the two i will i listen to besides ours and yeah. and then the rest is usually for research you listen uh, to ours oh nice i do yeah <laughs> i listen to i listen to every single one i've i've listened to every single one of yours in fact i even listen to the mandalorian ones at this point and um, you haven't even watched them <laughs> and i haven't even watched them and it's just like I got a really great sense of like what the series is about. I mean, I'm I'm going to watch it. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. It's just I haven't gotten around to it. I'm I'm more I'm more trying to clean out my my podcast feed. And I keep I adding more. I'm, I'm never going to clear it because I keep. I know, more. right? It'll be a couple. Yeah. Weeks. It'll 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 be a few weeks, maybe months, until I actually see the Mandalorian. But I'm definitely going to watch it, and I'll probably forget everything you guys said in the podcast. Right. Point anyway. Actually, then you're going to see something and go. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, it's nice. funny. I've only listened to one podcast, and it was a Joe Rogan one with Ed Norton. You brought up Ed, oh, Ed wow. Norton earlier, which I thought was really good. But that was about a year ago, and I don't listen to podcasts. I'm sorry. Not even this one. I I'm listening live. That's my listening. Oh wow! <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I listen. There's about 25 that I listen to regularly. Oh, that's it's, pretty. It's, I, during, it's 
crazy. I have enough <laughs> media to watch for this podcast. <laughs> wow. To actually listen to listen to this podcast would be would, would, for me. It's a, for me. It's mostly what I have on at work because yeah. I can't. I can't. Um, can't really watch too much at work. It's just too too much, too much going on. So I, I I can definitely listen to the radio or I can listen to podcasts yeah. and things like that. So I get tired of music. So for me, it was it was yeah. a break. And then I I got through a bunch of books. And then I was like, I need something else. And then I started listening. And like I said, I I start listening to ones for for our research for me for our podcast. Yeah. And then I find people I like. And so I'll find other stuff that they do that I'll listen. So yeah, I I add probably one or two every week. Uh, I also find a lot that are like, oh my god, this is, this makes us seem like super professional. Well, yeah, there's some that I'm like, yeah, there are a few you're like, ah, I just can't listen to this. I try and listen to everything all the way through, and some of them like the audio gets so bad, or like just the the what they're saying is just such trash. I'm like, oh, nope, yeah. can't do it anymore. Yep, Get to I the next you. one. But yeah, I find I found quite a few good ones that I I really care about, and then there's even some that I listen. I, I, I hate listening to them because sometimes they piss me off, but I still listen to the next yeah. episode. Yep. Uh, and maybe we're that for somebody. We don't know. <laughs> for one of 15 people. So, uh, You know, we we actually went over 1,000 uh, downloads just recently. Wow. Uh, well, we got a badge. Awesome. I got an email that we got a yeah. badge. 1,000. Yeah, 1,000 yeah, thousand downloads. Oh, wow. Which, awesome. you know, for, for one seven... episode or total? No. Total. <laughs> total. total. Okay. We're not that good. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, we, we average about 20 downloads. Um, are, uh, you know, we st- like uh, for some reason, Age of Ultron is is the most downloaded one. Um, yeah. And it's like in the 30s. Um, there's a couple others that are mid-20s and stuff like that. Then there's a few. I think almost everything's above 10, 10 to 15. Oh, wow. Have, well, that's cool. I have a couple of friends who will listen who always want to know which ones I'm on. Yeah. But I think they, but I think they'll probably want to, I think one of the reasons they probably listen to Age of Ultron is because they don't watch the shows, but they do watch the movies. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that just one is all we get. Like it was one a day for like a week. It was like another download, another download. So <laughs> yeah, I, wow. That's awesome. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're, I mean, it's getting out there and every once in a while I'll get like, 30 downloads in one day is like, oh, someone new found us and they downloaded yeah, a bunch. They downloaded so, yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, you guys are up to your, this is 72, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's if somebody, I, if, if, if people download, like I download, when I find a new podcast, I just, <laughs> hit them I all. download the whole thing. I just <laughs> yeah. get them all on my, I get them all in my queue and I, I just have them there to listen to. Yeah. I, I do so, think and, it's important and, to stay on a regular schedule and you guys are really good at that. So. Well, that is important and you guys are good at that we try we try and, and i mean we we did uh 72 episodes in just over a year so we, yeah. we stuck pretty close to it that's true yeah, i just you, got you rebuild rebuild for uh, podbean <laughs> <laughs> i just got the email yeah. a couple days ago yeah. <laughs> so you've been rebuilt. oh yeah hey so back to uh yeah um i i just i just brought up a link to uh chinatown a movie with uh jack nicholson oh yeah right oh, exactly yeah. so about the water battles in la yeah the only reason yeah. i brought it up was because when i was watching wilson fisk and the way the actor i, I can't remember his name but uh enunciates he D'Onofrio, reminds yeah. me of john houston in 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 chinatown oh. he kind of like he, he overpowers his words. He just like, you know, yes. and, and it reminded me of Chinatown. He's so very deliberate. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, 
if he was doing that intentionally, honestly. Oh, maybe. yeah. Sure he was. Maybe, yeah. yeah. He's kind of a character actor, and he does some great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, that's, he almost, almost overemphasizes, that overemphasizes, but he's so deliberate in how he says things, and he's so deliberate in his pronunciations. And I, I just, I don't know enough about the history of, of Fisk's character in the comics and his upbringing, but I, I almost picture Fisk as, and especially this was a little reinforced in the scene I think Steve was talking about where he's walking into the prison, he almost looks like a, a little more timid than normal when he's first getting into prison. Did he give you any reminders of his private pile days? Well, that's yeah, what I, right. I, I thought a little bit, but, but not even that, but I, I, th- I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of his origin story or some of his, like, you know, when he was in elementary school, he was picked on, or, you know, he's the fat kid, and he got picked on for being the fat kid or whatever, and all that kind of stuff, and, and he overcame it in, in, in a lot of different ways, and, and his pronunciations of being deliberate and, and so strong in his pronunciations, because it is very noticeable, you yeah. know, Steve, to... That, that he does sort of overpronounce things. Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as as far as like comic book to to characters in the in the shows, uh, Marvel's done a great job, and this is one where they killed it. Like Wilson Fisk is probably one of the closest, like best uh, comic book to to series adaptations that is like, oh my god, like there's nothing you can pick apart in it really. I mean, other than the fact that, I mean, in the comics, he's over the top, like he's, you know, 600 pounds, big, you know, he's yeah. supposed to be like seven foot tall. Oh, and, no, yeah. and you his, bring up. His head just goes right down to his shoulders yeah. without yeah. a neck. Yeah. You bring up Private Pile, which is, the you know, Stanley mm-hmm. Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket, where, where the actor was was so well known. Vincent D'Onofrio is, is his name. And that's what everyone is thinks of when they see when they see that actor because he was so he, he that that was such a such a character for uh for him to play that resonates you know oh he was this, a big this, part of it to this day you know yeah. that was what made that movie so so great him and him i want to see someone the uh and the uh the drill sergeant <laughs> i want to see someone offer uh wilson fisk a donut just to see if you know, <laughs> they go back to <laughs> But, Just uh, yeah. to take it back to that. <laughs> right. right. Um, but I mean, we also talked about, you know, uh, the other ones that were really, I mean, Charlie Cox really does a really good Matt Murdock. Um, other than the hair look, I think he nails, he really nails it. Um, what? The what? His hair in, in the comics is red. That's the oh. only difference. <laughs> well, Frank calls him red, but I think that's more because yeah. of his outfit. Yeah. But his outfit. And then, well, so Frank Castle, great, great, um, you know, casting there you know if we look at luke cage that is one of the you know another good casting that is just spot on um jessica jones i think did a pretty good job i didn't i didn't really read it but i when i've seen the comics i she kind of has that look they did a really really good job even electra in this one really has a look from the comics you know outside of the overly drawn you know big butt big boobs kind of you know sexualized drawing i think she really nailed the look so she um, was a great, great actress too. I, I don't think the writing was quite as good for her character, but I really liked the performance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought the writing was a little, <laughs> I don't know. Her motivation seemed kind of a little, she was the flattest misplaced. character in in this whole, in this whole season. She, to me was the flattest character. I, I thought as, as an actor, she really owned the part and, but, but, 
Yeah, when you're but given, writing wise, when you're given lines that say, "Oh, you need a motive. Your motivation is this. Oh, now your motivation is this." It seems like a lot of whiplash going on in her in the in the motivation. Yeah, she was the most least interesting to me. Which you know, um, I understand what they were trying to do with her, but it like I it didn't I didn't care for her as much. I saw what it was doing to Matt, and I understood that. And you know, they were trying to play the love versus like she's doing stuff that he disagree disagrees with. It also brings up the stick uh, motivation, his war, and, and, and all. I mean, it really, her whole motivation and her whole part in this series is more to set up the next um, Defenders, essentially. Defenders, oh, really? okay, so that's what's yeah. next. So not the next, uh, yeah. uh, not the next Daredevil? No, the, I, no. Can't, I can't remember what the next Daredevil is exactly, but no. She, she there's comes, a lot between, between this Daredevil and the next Daredevil. There's quite... Yeah a few series yeah a lot. i think it's yeah. defenders defenders is where she comes back and, and okay. plays the yes. part and, and there was it, there and... was something i was watching a podcast today and they said they they it was it was from five years wait ago a minute i thought they... you didn't listen to any podcast <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry it wasn't a podcast it was a youtube video my bad oh okay. You're right <laughs> <laughs> um but but it was uh it, it where where they said um they were doing a recap of the series and they said oh yes electra dies but we knew she didn't die because she's already been cast in the next Defenders. So it's kind of like the Defenders casting um, announcement spoiled the fact that that she yeah. lives through. I think the, I watched that same episode. YouTube video. <laughs> well, it, it's definitely from the um, the comics, though. Everybody knew she she was resurrected, and, and uh, oh, the big thing that. Did that play out in the comics as well? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it, that's exactly what happens. She she gets killed. The the big thing that everybody was talking about mm -hmm. and they nobody knew at the time because most of the ones were older. That um, Bullseye is a big character. He's actually the one that kills um, Elektra in the comics, and and then oh, then, really? the hand, then the hand steals her body and resurrect her. So Bullseye was the only thing missing from. And now that I say it, it, it brings it up. Bullseye plays a big part in uh, Daredevil season three. Who is oh, really? One of, yeah, he's one of, uh, outside of Fisk, he's probably the biggest uh, villain in Daredevil as far as like, continue, yeah. you know, his biggest, biggest, uh, I, is it I liked his character. I liked his character in the movie. I mean, when, Colin Farrell in the, in the played Ben him, Affleck yeah. movie, right? Yeah. He played him really well. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so when we talk about them doing great characters, the the bullseye in season three is fucking spot on. It is yeah. so good. Okay. Now that now that I'm saying it, it's all coming. It's like it's rushing back in. You remember that part? Remember that part? I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm starting to geek out a little bit. But um, <laughs> yeah. So that 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 was the electric thing. Was I think it was almost. It almost seems like season two was a setup for stuff that happens later. But we but they put it in a better story than say some of the stuff they did like in Age of Ultron where you don't realize until later like they gave it a better story but it's all kind of this is all going to set up stuff later but we're going to put it in a story that kind of wraps itself up you, you, know, you brought up bullseye and colin farrell i just have to plug i didn't say colin farrell no i said it colin farrell <laughs> but 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 uh, i have to plug the movie in bruges because that's one of the best movies i've ever seen i love that movie oh, okay so if you haven't seen it check it out and it has nothing to do with daredevil except for the fact that Colin Farrell played Bullseye in the movie. Go ahead. Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> I've had four drinks and I'm good. So um, nice. I've, I've been pouring when we're talking. Um, 
No, I, I think this, this is... HWSI.podby. No, you didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I, I got to bring up uh, Finn Cooley, the, the, the Irish guy that they brought in like in episode oh, the, two and the, three or four what you know yeah he's like the main he gets guy, he gets like killed boss. pretty quick but i really liked his performance whoever oh. they got yeah i i thought it was it was brutal it was it was intense and it really represented that kind of irish mob oh. mentality and i liked it <laughs> what do you know about the irish mob i don't know but i liked <laughs> I, uh, I, you know the way the Irish mob is represented in movies. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say, wait, we need to talk. I mean, just, no, I'm kidding. Um, okay, so talking about that guy, right? The the scenes they capture, they capture Castle, right? He gets he gets zapped, and they capture him, and they bring him in. Right. They drill his foot, right? <laughs> Fucking oh my god! Well, that they is bring his so... dog in too. Oh. Well, yeah. So okay, that's what I was gonna bring up. Talk about Don't mess character. with the dogs. Don't mess no. with the dogs. <laughs> right? No. Like, yeah, did, I, they I, must not have ever watched John Wick. Yeah. Of course. You know, yeah. uh, that, that was definitely, you know, given because you don't realize you don't fuck with the dog. But no, I was just like, so talk about, you know, he, he's like, you can torture. He takes all the beatings, right? Everything they do. Then they bring in the dog and he's like, I'll tell you whatever you want, dog. Right. So, I mean, talk about, per, you know, he... When you're a superhero, you cannot have any connections because if so, you're gonna get, you're gonna finally, you're gonna give you just to call, whatever. Yeah. What? You just called the Punisher a superhero. He's a superhero, right? Is he? <laughs> sure. I don't know. I don't know if I'd call him a superhero. I, he's more of an anti-hero. Or, okay. Uh, yeah, but anti. I mean, but no, I no the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I know what you mean. Yeah, no, but that was. I mean, it just it went to show his humanity, though. Like in a way, it, he just like he's not gonna let them torture the dog or hurt the dog in any way. No, he gave in and, really quick. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, and then we, you know, you got you got uh, Daredevil that shows up to rescue him, and he's about to, you know, I, I don't know if he's gonna shoot the guy or whatever, and, and Daredevil whips around and hits the gun out of his hand. He's like, no killing. And so then he grabs a hammer and then goes after. Him. Look, it's like, oh, so, I mean, he, he is brutal. He, he yeah. but I, like I said, when it, when you, when you see the next series, you're going to see where it all comes from. It's not just like, just random, like just violence. There, there's a, there's a method to his madness. He, he was, he was taught that way. Yeah. Um, great stuff though. I mean, if, okay. So let's, let's talk, uh, let's just break it down. What was your, I, I don't want to say favorite scene because that just that narrows it down too much. But what was your favorite part of the, the of the season? I uh, I know? almost I almost made a drink out of the episode nine, seven minutes of heaven. I was looking for a seven minutes of heaven cocktail for a while, and that's a scene where where it's Frank Castle and uh, Fisk meeting for the first time. And and I, I think I talked about that with uh, with that scene from Heat, kind of bringing a couple characters together. I really liked to see. I liked seeing how Fisk kind of took over the prison, and I liked how Frank Castle took over that whole environment. So to me, that was that was my favorite. There you go. I've always known Seven Minutes in Heaven to be something completely different than well, that yes. scene. I, personally, I, 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 I think I don't know. Was that was that a reference to the scene where 
where Frank takes out all the prisoners and in the the cell block D or whatever that. I don't know. I I really don't. I've always known it to be like a, a party no, that, game. No, that was the you... name of the episode. That was the name I of know. the episode. So so I wonder if that's what it was. The violence that happened in that in that cell block. I, it could be that, or it could be the I don't know. We should time the the meeting that they had it uh, between Fisk and him, where they had their little fight. That might have been their because they're kind yeah. of in a closet Maybe. together. I was gonna say it's just the two of them. So yeah, I just love the that. two love of that. them. <laughs> <laughs> they make it if they yeah. try. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well, I'll I'll, I'll go next. I'll uh, break that up. I'll break that up as fast as we can. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I understand everybody. A lot of people like the Daredevil series, and they think they're, you know, they think they're really good. And I, I appreciate them. I like them, but they're not my favorite. You know, Daredevil's not my favorite character. The series isn't my favorite series, and all that. But I would say. You know the the best sort of I'll call it the storyline out of this season is I don't know it's, there's something about the electric character that kind of mm -hmm. like it it was intriguing to me and like kind of got me curious and kept me coming back a little bit and I was just like always kind of thinking about like what's going to happen next like what's the next thing like so so I would say that's the one the one big thing for me that was like the thing that kind of I don't know just just kept me coming back for more that and this podcast or two things that kept, me coming back. <laughs> kept me coming back for more to watch this whole series with four uh, guys <laughs> uh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say this was my favorite part but i think that it that it made me so uncomfortable and that it was so hard to watch i think spoke to the really great job that everybody was doing which was how Matt and Foggy's friendship fell apart yeah. because yeah. like they had flashbacks when he meets Electra and the two of them like crash the party and then eat the caviar. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you know, it's like yeah, we're broke college students and we don't have any fun, so we're just gonna uh, crash this party and eat all the food because we're starving. Yeah. And and you know, but you can tell they're really good friends and 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 Foggy's looking out for him and they're. They care about each other and then to have like i said when when foggy is sitting in that courtroom and he and karen are like where is matt where is matt and i'm like right. i felt i felt that i mean i it's felt hard, that yeah. betrayal and that you know like all the way there, through there is no coming back from this this is a lifelong friendship that is falling apart before your eyes and it was just it was very real it was i mean in a you know, in a show that's about superheroes and and stuff like that, that was a that was a moment that is like, ugh, just yeah, ugh, really, really was painful. This whole this whole uh, season played on a lot of relationships, right? You had the Matt the Matt Foggy relationship, you had the Matt um, Electra relationship, you had the Matt Karen relationship. Matt's all over the place in this relationship. You had the Matt. <laughs> castle relationship you have the karen and castle relationship you have stick in there with electra and in, i mean they they really touch on a lot of different you know uh like different relationships because they all have a different connection and they all deal with them differently you know yeah and so so very 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 varied uh relationships and and how they deal with them and matt fucks up a lot of them 
He yep. definitely does. And I think this is, this is one of the... I think it might have been part of what they were doing is like, yeah, we're going to have him fuck up a lot in this one. Yeah, you don't yeah. necessarily like him as much in this one. He, he, he Yeah, you, you get annoyed by him. He's kind of... Yeah, he, you're kind of like, yeah, Daredevil's kind of a dick. Yeah. So well, he's pretty... He's pretty... Uh, he's kind of selfish. I mean, he's very selfish. Yes. And well, and they, they play that out a lot, especially when he talks at the end. Uh, when he said, you know, he's talking to Electra, and they're, you know, they're like, hey, if we get out, it's like the last episode. He's like, if we get out of this, he's like, we're, we'll go away together. He's like, I'll leave this, you know, all behind. He's because, like, this is what I need to be alive. You know, he has mm-hmm. to be Daredevil, and she's the only one that knows both sides of him, kind of thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it definitely shows him as, as his almost a selfishness, like you said earlier. And it, yeah, it really played out. And you're right. Yeah, it, he's hard to like in a lot yeah. of it. Yep. Yeah, that, that's good. Uh, I think for me, uh, what I liked best was um, the the Karen and Castle conversations, yeah. and the, or not just Karen and Castle, but yeah. even even when uh, when like he has the the monologue in the in the grave um, in the graveyard, right? Castle just when you when you get his his personal side when he starts talking about his family and stuff and why he's doing all this and the hurt that he has and stuff like that. And one of the ones that really resonated with me and, and especially when I heard other people talk about it was when he was talking to, um, I can't remember who he's talking to, but he's like, he says, uh, I'll never have an argument with my wife again, you know? Yeah. And it's like, uh, you that know, was it's an like interesting they took... perspective. Yeah. That was, that was really good. And so, and you know, like they show the pictures and then when they go through the house and stuff, just every time they show that it's like the, the, you can see how much hurt and and just how much it boils up in him and and how he's it boils up and he he lets it out by pulling the trigger essentially but yeah that that to me was the best part of this um was kind of the whole punisher and and not just the violent side but the the man side of it the human side of of the punisher and and everything like that so for you know, me you that, know, that was you know the best. if there was a a hero or a superhero or an anti-hero that I would associate with you noah it would, it would be punisher i i swear i don't know there, there, there's there's something about about his character that really resonates with what i know about you yeah and, that, I, and I think that's a positive thing that's that's why i'm drawn to to who you are so nice you're you're more like a foggy to me no i'm kidding, I'm kidding. fuck you uh, <laughs> wow okay i was just gonna say because he's the best friend like he's he's the best friend you can get he's always got your yeah, back but he was kind uh, of a minor this episode <laughs> anyhow okay well so we got our besties now what i want you guys to think about and, and talk about is what was the worst part of it and how would you fix it well, the worst. I, go ahead, Steve. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I was not as drawn to Electra's kind of the way it was, it was written. The way, to me, there was a lot of uh, kind of the whole the hand thing was was a little bit out there, and it didn't. It was hard to, it was hard to really get behind the motivation of what it was all about, and and so that was mm-hmm. just a struggle for me to to appreciate the the storyline and where when you have Frank Castle's story which is much more grounded much more there's a lot more empathy a lot more emotion a lot more you can get in touch with that was more fantastical the the uh, the electrica story electra sorry 
Um, it's okay. So, <laughs> um, so, so that's where I wish the writing was a little bit more um, balanced. I thought I thought her story arc was a little back and forth, which which was frustrating because I really liked the performance. I thought her character was 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 really well was 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 smart she was well acted but there wasn't a lot to like there yeah I, yeah i i thought i thought it was was well was wasn't very well scripted so yeah. so that was my downside how is there you got any That's, idea on how you'd fix that uh, other than just rewriting it any specifics I, there was there was some back and forth at, at, at a couple scene a couple episodes that that just threw me for a loop that I don't know if they if they could have just deleted that somehow. I like the scene when they when they infiltrated the uh, the um, uh, where where he spilled the wine on the on the on the guy and got him into. I like oh and, 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 you know and they they had uh, the heist yeah the heist I liked that and um, if they would have kind of concentrated a little bit more on that on that side of things it would have been it would have been better i don't know it's tough. gotcha so. okay all right what about you nina i I'd, I'd agree with with steve in that the scripts when you when you look at the season as a whole it was kind of disjointed it was kind of you know it and i think what it really needed was to have one person one right, writer one producer <laughs> Like look at all of the scripts and just like tighten everything up and smooth everything out and maybe re rewrite some of the dialogue to not be quite so you know flat and just I don't know if that's possible in, in a show like this but I think you need like there didn't seem to be like a captain in, on the ship like all of the all the mates were doing the best job they could, but they needed one vision. I agree. To to tie it all together, and um, I just didn't feel like they, I just didn't feel like they had it this year for whatever reason. I kind I kind of disagree a little bit from the standpoint of that. It, I think when you have thirteen hours of 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 a season. I think they did an absolutely really good job of 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 moving the story along. I think you're bound to find some flaws, and that's what we're looking for here. But I think I think the 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 the, the good outweighs the flaws. So I, I think what Nina was trying to say though is like you you need to have a story written from start to finish, based out right. You not maybe not flushed I out. I, I agree and that's what that. I think it was missing. I agree with that. But I I think that was I think that was there. I I, I, I think. I mean, it wasn't I, a fa it wasn't a fatal weakness, but it was definitely something that could have been tightened up. Yeah, true, absolutely, it can always be improved. Yeah, yeah. I think I I get a feeling, and I'll I'll get to mine in a second, but I get a feeling that uh, it's almost like the season started out when they were writing it. Somebody, you know, somebody said, you know, we don't know if we're going to get a third season out of this, and then part true. way through, like episode five or six, are like. Well, guess what? We're getting another season. So it's like they were almost like driving towards ending it by the end of the second season. And they're like, oh, wait, we have to have a third. So you have to like 
spin it around and make it extend further out. But I, I would say my my least favorite part of, of this whole thing was just, I thought, I, I understand the importance of, you know, the law firm, you know, crumbling apart or whatever you want to call it. I mean, you know, I, I, I understand the importance of the law firm storyline and, and how it's, but I just think they put a little too much emphasis on it and it played too big of a role. And I think they could have just dialed that back a little and, mm. and somehow made it not, not so much of a focus when they did bring it in. I think, um, you know, to, to, I think Steve said earlier in the, in the podcast, he was talking about some of the earlier episodes where it would have been great to have just some, some like a single storyline in one or two of the episodes where it wasn't like trying to fit everything from every storyline into every episode. And that's what it felt like they were trying to do. And I think they could have, you know, maybe not done that from the beginning and it could have been a more cohesive kind of a season. But I think definitely, like I said, I think there was definitely some, some change in direction with the writing as the season kind of was being written. It's like midstream and like, Oh yeah, I know we told you this, but now you have to do this and you have to yeah. figure out a way to make it work with what you've done so far. Yeah. It makes sense for sure. Yeah. That's, they started with the Frank castle and then halfway through, they're like, oh, let's add Electra in there. And then now we got to make the two kind of meld together. And yeah. I, I agree that that was kind and of. We'll throw, and we'll throw Stick in too. We'll just, you know, give him, you know, he's. Well, he's... well Stick is part of the Electra story. He's just a minor part. Yeah, but I just, I, I think his character, I get he's part of the story, but. I, th- I don't know. It, he definitely played a, it, again, he played a role, so I, I guess it fits in, but... You I don't like the old blind guy? I think they could have done it more more seamlessly. I think they could have done a, a, a yeah. little more finesse to it, I guess, is, is all. Yeah. They heavy-handed it. <laughs> Was that a pun, right? No, no, Cause no the, pun. Because c- the hand? No, no pun, <laughs> but yeah. Um... My least favorite part, I think, was the the Electra line too. Um, the story, um, just just because I, I I agree that I think she didn't have the the weight to pull my interest. Like, it's almost like she was missing backstory, or they didn't do enough of the story to get me to to buy everything with her. And so, for me, it was kind of like, oh, this is it, it's a, just a distraction for Matt which, you know, pulls them away from the castle, you know, portion of it. Um, so to fix it, I, I, you know, I don't know, like maybe, maybe have her come in with a different reason than just show up to, because, oh, I think I love you still or something, you know, like show up chasing some dude and, and they, they end up meeting up on a roof again, you know, and he has to stop her from killing somebody. And then it, you know, it just it, I think that would have had a better effect or something like that maybe it would have brought you know like instead of just this all of a sudden we love each other it's like no he's fighting to, to get her to not be evil because he does love her or something episode it, it 4.5 been... I like it yeah <laughs> but you know what I mean rather than her just show up and like oh hey we used to have those good times we could right. do that again instead you know it just you know I, I understand it was it, it showed that Matt was just fully head over heels you know he self in her but it's like uh i think it could have been more interesting if it was more of a battle to save her you know through the whole thing rather than just that last little episode you know at the end there uh so that that's yeah electra was the weakest part for me um even because that was my strongest that was the thing that that did it that kind of kept me coming back and for you two you and steve it was like yeah i could have done without it 
<laughs> well, I really it, liked I I liked her. I liked some of the character. I just thought it was a little it waffled a little bit too much for me. Yeah. Well, and I just think enough. the story I mean, was a little weak. It did it didn't it didn't draw me in. It's like, oh, okay. There's no reason for you guys to care for each other like you do. You met at a party. You know? Yeah. It, it 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 just I you know, and then and yeah, they met at a party and then she took you and she, the guy that had your dad killed. Okay, so why does that all of a sudden tie, you know, hey, Bo, tie my, on my drink was inspired by Electra. I got the mescal. There you go. You well, know, there, so, yeah, so, right. So, true, I'm true. Still, I'm still with you, you know. You're, you're still yeah. Team Electra? <laughs> yes. I, no, she was great, and she. I, she was. I'm kidding. No, I'm just, I'm just saying it's interesting. Full I, on. I, I found it interesting. Just, that's all. It's just a. I think they may have missed some opportunities yeah. just knowing what I know about the character in the comics. But, you like know. she didn't seem like the assassin that she was in the comic. Yeah, she didn't even. She didn't even like in the comic. She's as badass as he is, or better fighter. Yeah, and in this, she seemed like okay. Yeah, but she was bad. a lot more dimensional. I mean, if 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 you look at the Daredevil movie with Elektra, that was a two dimensional character. This was definitely a lot. You know, there were more dimensions to who she was. That's like comparing a turd and a candy bar. Okay, that's. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what? I mean, yes. And I will eat a candy bar any day. <laughs> exactly. Like I mean, literally, it's like you. But it's something. I mean, horrible. I still like the movie of uh, the Daredevil movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, but yeah, the electric character is. Hey, yeah. hey, we should we should we should do a podcast on the two thousand three <laughs> Daredevil uh, movie. No, we're sometimes yeah, right. looking for material. That yeah, would, that would be good to kind of. Like throw that into the Compare whole and contrast. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I did put out there to what we need to do. I was kind of hoping okay. some non-superhero. Okay, I'm throwing that in. So inundated with it. <laughs> Jennifer Garner. Let's see what happens. And Ben Affleck. I was actually. I was, I was say Steve Bannon and Bruges. That that would be a. That would oh, definitely be a. Oh, maybe we could do both of them. <laughs> I was gonna suggest we do like you know Back to the Future or something like hey, that. Hey, no. Would you be willing to watch in Bruges? I think you. I guess I think it's it's a buddy movie. It's kind of a Noah and Steve buddy movie. Wow. No, I swear. Kind of like I love. Kind no, of like I love you, man. No, anyone who's seen the movie <laughs> will know what I'm talking about if they knew the two of us. So, okay. Okay. I, I will watch. I like can, your idea, do... Nina. I, I'm for it in Bruges. All right. That All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna push for that. I I suggested I suggested John Wick, but. I, I posted that on on the Facebook page. I don't. Yeah, but. that'd be awesome. I I was kind of I'm kind of up for that too. Kind of like super easy because I'm so burnt yeah. out right now. Yeah, but just from right. season after season. Well, we um, did nobody. We talked a lot about John Wick and nobody. I was so. gonna say that's what maybe that's what made me think about it because it's like the connection. And we can, we did uh, we did want to do it. Uh, and we could bring sure, other right? people in. My wife would certainly be willing to talk about John Wick. She loves that. I'm sure you can do Parasite. Have you seen? Have you guys seen Parasite? No. Yes, I have. Such a good, also a great movie. It's it's one of those. I want Andrew to watch it with me, and he's dragging his feet. So I'm (laughs) I may just just watch it by myself. But it's it's funny. Like we have stuff like I have absolutely no interest in, and he keeps trying to talk me into. And I have stuff I really want to see that I can't talk him into. I don't yeah. think Noah would be interested in Parasite, and that's that makes it intriguing. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. I'm should. okay watching stuff that I don't like. I, I'm perfectly fine. 
that, doing that and then telling people well, why I don't like it. It's subtitles. One of the one of the one of the saving one of the saving graces of that. Well, so was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. No, I know, but I'm looking at Noah's face. Oh yeah. As I say that. One of the one of the best parts. One of the one of the best connection not connections, but one of the best things about about that whole movie is you know it's it's it won Best Picture, right? Yeah. So yeah, so it, it, it won Best Picture at the Oscars its year, and the guy. The director and I, I, I forget his name and I can look it up, but I'm too lazy right uh, now. Bong um, Joon Ho, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was smashed. He had no idea he was coming <laughs> in. He, he had had way too many. You know, he had, he had been slightly overserved. Oh, and he was just that. like <laughs> so, so like at, he was so happy as you could just see the progression through the like he never he just never thought he was going to win the awards. I'm sure is what happened. He's like, yeah, that's right. Have a we're good America. We're America. We right. don't honor. It's, it's a subtitled movie. There's it's a subtitled movie. There's no way a subtitled movie is going to win, you know, well, or whatever. And it's yeah. I, I follow I follow this guy on Twitter, Angry Asian Man, who talks about like Asian pop culture. He's great, yeah. for, but I started following him when we adopted Claire. But anyway, uh, I was like on Twitter watching the Oscars because I was like following everybody's comments all through it. And like 20 minutes from the end, he's like, guys, calm down. Parasite is not going to win Best Picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then... And then it went up and everybody's like, yeah, you're wrong. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's just, a brilliant movie. It's, it's, it is brilliant. Yeah. It is yeah. great. It's got some violence, Noah. It's got some good violence. I, you know? I'm not opposed to movies, but I will say if I don't it's care a, for it's the same but guy I watch that did, Same guy that did Snowpiercer, so, you know. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. It's, oh, yeah. that's another, yeah. Your, your MCU connection with uh, Chris <laughs> Right, exactly. Chris he, also, he, also <laughs> did, he also did that, the one with the super, like the huge animal. What's the one? Oh, oh, oh. oh um, it's, it's, I can't remember. It's, it's, oh, is it, it's, is it the one, Rampage? Based off the video game? No, no, it's it's a no. it's a, no. a Korean the rock. It's a Korean, Korean name. It's um, well, um, yeah. oh Godzilla? No, uh, that's Japanese. <laughs> Anka uh, or something like that. Yeah, Anka or something. I'm, I, I'm looking it up right now. So. Um, oh, I got to snow. I was going through Snowpiercer, but <laughs> I got through Snowpiercer the series, which is also no. Pretty no, what do you think of Snowpiercer? You've seen that, yeah? No, I have not yet. Really? Oh, my list. I you know. haven't seen Snowpiercer. Oh, that's another one we could we could podcast that's about. Really good. That's, that's a really That's like one... a 1984 of of train movies. <laughs> this is this is this is a that movie is one that my husband and I have been arguing about since we saw it because he's he's like. He's like, he thought, he's like, it's serious and it's kind of mediocre. I'm like, no, it's a satire and it's absolutely brilliant. So, okay, yeah. I said we do that. Yes. That, let's do that. Yes, I like that. Dude. It's Oak Let's do Snowpiercer. Snow yes. Oakja yeah. is the movie, is, your, is, is the one. Okay, J.A. Oakja. Oakja. But um, yeah, Snowpiercer. Have you guys seen Platform? Speaking of movies that are like. I've heard about it. I have not seen it. Is that the one? It's like. They're like different They're in levels. Jail. Oh god! Yeah, I've and, the seen food, the and the food goes down. That one is in, that's pretty intense. Too. I've seen like, the trailer like, for that, and I've wanted. That's been. A, I, I might have mentioned that year, on our. Uh, that was on our, yeah, last, last year. I know. Yeah, I watched it right that. at the beginning. Right at the beginning of the pandemic, it was. Um, yeah, it got I got a lot of press, and I. I is I, that I, streaming I anywhere? I think it's still on Amazon Prime. It's either Amazon Prime or Netflix. 
because I, I remember I had it on our list. I watched it for free did. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got it. Uh, it's on. It's on Netflix. It says Netflix with subscription. Like it's, it is... it's like Netflix yeah. with subscription. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. That's their whole. That's their whole platform. Nobody gets DVDs um, from Netflix. So what do you got? We got platform. We have uh, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. I think, uh, let's do in Bruges, Paris. In Bruges, right? Uh, All right, I'm writing some stuff. Okay. No, you should. We need a list because yeah, we run out of stuff and. We we got every three weeks. We know what we're doing MCU. We're gonna no, try and do it. No, but it's good to mix it up. In Bruges yes, is yeah. like it's it's not a typical podcast movie. I'm I'm perfectly fine um, doing whatever. I mean I I'll watch whatever and and I'll tell I you think, how I see it. I think it. you will appreciate In Bruges for its insanity. You know it's you know yeah. I want to I I want to see it though. I've been to. I want to see if it's free anywhere too. That's my that's my thing. And I want okay, it for free anywhere. Um, okay, cool. So back to uh, Daredevil, which is our episode of today. Um, we, we'll, we will figure out what we're going to do. Sounds like we're doing Snowpiercer next week. Oh, are next we? Week. Okay, cool. Snowpiercer. <laughs> I'm, I'm for that. Yeah, because I want to see it anyway, so it works for me. Um, let's do that. And then, uh, but back to Daredevil, we've we've got our 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 pros, our cons. Um, uh, we we've we, we've gone through pretty much everything. Is, is there anything left? that you guys wanted to say before we, we finish this off and, and head to the next next level. I would say I can't believe there's a season three, to be honest. I just really? don't see anything. Like, I'm just like, eh. Like, there's some stuff, but it's like, eh. Good ended at season two. I hope it's Wilson Fix. I haven't I haven't seen it, but I hope it's Wilson Fix that, that, that kind Fisk? of... Fisk? Fisk. Fisk. <laughs> yes, the miscal is that electra. That electra drink must have been pretty good. Yeah, yes. well, <laughs> that electra. I electra keep that's, like him, Noah's, yes. that's like Noah's nine and a half percent beer on the last episode yes. of this. God, to. I think it yes. was the second Mandalorian episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus, I, uh, plus, plus, there's Defenders, which he's he's got a pretty big part in. Yeah. So nice. Yeah, Fisk, Fisk definitely comes back and plays it. Oh, he does. Um, okay. Yeah, he he's in he's in season. He's a big part of it. Um, so, yeah. Season three is actually the better of the three uh, Daredevil seasons, for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, oh, it nice. is 100%. Okay. And then uh, they would have had a season four if Disney had not been in the middle of buying every, uh, all the Marvel and collect it, because that's why it, everything got canceled well, at that point. Didn't didn't uh, the actor who plays Daredevil, like, wasn't he seen on the set of the new Spider-Man movie? Isn't is there? I think he's gonna. I, I think he's gonna be the lawyer. Okay, he's gonna be yeah. Spider-Man's well, lawyer. What it means what is that saying. is that is that Daredevil's not dead yet. You know, we still no. have more. He was, he said he would come back and do a season four, and a lot of people are like, you know, Disney Plus is doing lots of. Disney hasn't ruled it out on any. And of it's it. rated. I'll say this: it's when you look on IMDb, every episode from season two at least is an 8.8 or higher, which is pretty, pretty, mm -hmm. yeah. pretty uncommon, I guess, lack of a better term. Yeah. I think, I think all of the ones going forward, um, the only one that really did not do stellar is the iron fist. And, um, a lot of people didn't like the first season. The second season was, I think what turned out better, but a lot oh, of people, okay. Well, we will yeah. be podcasting about that eventually. So we will, we we'll will. See. And I, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I well, I I think we're gonna we're gonna run into a 
like I, I know Luke Cage is it we will have some varying opinions on that one for sure. I still haven't seen all of that, so I'm I'm anxious to catch up on that. I'm ready to I'm ready to watch it again, even though I, I didn't care for it as much the first time. I, I definitely wanna see if it if it holds up better, if it if it if it got better the second time, whatever. Uh just to see what happens. I liked it. What's next? I, I uh next that's a good next question. is i think i think agents of shield season three is next oh, i believe you're that. correct don't say that. <laughs> i know trust me i'm not happy about it uh you guys, just... you guys haven't you guys haven't even watched the runaways or cloak and dagger which no, i have i've watched no, no. i've watched, watched cloak and dagger and i will say this i didn't think i mean what it, it, it could have been worse I mean, I guess is what I'm saying. I was really kind of, I was kind of drawn in. Like the first couple episodes, I was like, "What's going to happen? Like, what's the, like?" I didn't know anything about the characters, and I was like, kind of intrigued. But kind of as it progressed, I was like, eh, "We'll get into it. When we get into it. That might be our shortest episode." Yes. Okay. So I have on our list next would def- definitely be Agents of Shield. Shield and then Luke Cage. Okay. And all of Cage. season three, right? All of season three. Yeah, we're, we're gonna all, do all. We're not breaking yeah. them up, right? No. Yeah, but there's only 19 episodes, so no. We uh, what? It says we'll, br- we'll breeze. We'll breeze right through it. It's less than 22, so that's better. That is, yeah. We, the problem is, is stay on, on topic. We cannot. We cannot talk for four hours about Agents of Shield season. No, I guarantee. I, I will fall off my own foot. Yeah, right. no, I don't. I don't think we will. Uh, if I remember correctly, Agents of Shield season three was was one of the better seasons. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. There's one that goes completely sideways that, uh, but I don't remember which one it is. Um, this is where I'll give you guys the complete option. We can drop Agents of Shield if you want to, and go straight to Luke Cage. But that's I mean, up to you guys. I, I give it a uh, thumbs up, but but I I. I don't, Let's talk offline, because... Uh... Yeah, let's talk offline. <laughs> okay. That's fair. So, I people, if we're doing it... I don't know what I think the mez- I think the Mezcal and the, uh, <laughs> the bullet... The Mezcal and the bullet might be talking, so... I'm going to make our, sure. <laughs> we got, got Snowpiercer to look forward to, so we got... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're either going to do Ace of Shield or Luke Cage next week, our uh, next MCU, which is three weeks away. Yeah. Um, so closing off Daredevil, um, the, we, we, the season finale ends up, uh, we know Electra's coming back, right? She's going to be resurrected. Um, <laughs> we don't know what happens with, with, uh, Punisher. He walks off into the, the sunset, yeah. af, you know, after his, uh, see you later, red, uh, comment. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with, uh, well, we know there's no Nelson and Murdoch, right? So, uh, it's kind of just up in the air, um. But that I, I I think it 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 really set it up, it 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 closed out enough of what it was doing to to move forward in so many different directions. Um, all in all, I think it was a good season. Yeah, it um, had closure. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was good. It had a lot more action, I think, than the first season. Like had some great great scenes, even though it was very a lot of them were a lot more brutal. You know. You got the uh, castle prison fight, you know, just the opening, you know, episode with the the Irish gang uh, mob being shot all to hell. Um, You had the great uh, stairway fight, 
you know we had you know some one-on-ones with daredevil and and castle uh just just some good stuff all all throughout so um i really enjoyed it uh, um out of the three we've got so far, I think this is probably. I probably enjoyed this one less than the first one, but I think it's more because the first one had had the the newness to it. Like it was it was still kind of like, uh, oh, what is this? We don't, we haven't had any of this, and I I think I still enjoyed both of these overall better than Jessica Jones because I care, I like the action more than just a straight story like Jessica Jones needed more action what do you guys think I I think I like I I would say hmm, I, I, I can't they're they're all pretty close to like the same <laughs> level of liking this it's not like but if I had to pick one gun to the head um, you know Frank Castle gun to the head <laughs> um, I would say I I well, you got to go to episode two then, if that's or uh, season two. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I would say I would say season one of Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones, and then you know that, and then season two of Daredevil. Gotcha. So, so Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones, Daredevil season two, is is kind of how I would rank them. Yeah. Okay. I'd still put Jessica Jones season one on top, and I I said this when we did that because I just I think. Bill Grave is such a fantastic villain, and just the tension of that whole season just really got to me. Uh, but I do agree with you that the first season of Daredevil was better than this season, and I think you're right. I think it's because it's the setup and it's we're discovering things. But um, and also, I think Matt Murdock played more of a central role in that mm-hmm. one. I mean, it was it was his story, and this one it was a there was he was in it, but it was more about everybody else around him. I I got the feeling, and which yeah, you're 100 percent. You know, it, it works. I mean, don't get me wrong. Frank Castle is a fantastic character, and <laughs> Electra is is entertaining and all that stuff. But you know, Matt Murdock's pretty cool too, and I and I like Charlie Cox, and I, I hope they get back to him as being the center of the Daredevil universe again. What about you, Steve? I am right there with Nina. I think uh, Jessica Jones was was my top. If if you could take if you could take uh, Daredevil and and kind of split up season two into kind of like the first the Two first stories. Yeah, the the first part with with uh, with Punisher, the first four episodes was probably the best of the whole series. But as a whole, I would still put season one at, uh, above it. But but Jessica Jones is still my my favorite, um, and I agree. It was because of the villain. It was because of the. It was just more interesting to me the the motivation behind it all. It 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 it, it just was was a lot of fun. So you think you think uh, the Purple Man, uh, Kilgrave, is a better villain than Fisk? I think it's a more intriguing villain. I think <laughs> I think I think uh, it's more outside the box, and they did it well. And to me, that's much more interesting to watch. I, I, I go ahead. I mean, it, Kilgrave was more like if you came across this guy, he'd be more threatening to. Like if I were in the MCU, I would be more worried about 
running into Kilgrave <laughs> than I would be about running into Fisk. Fisk would probably be like, how are you doing? And keep walking, but Kilgrave <laughs> might. Yeah. But Kilgrave would torture you randomly just because he could. Possibly. My, my, my drinking habits identify more with, with uh, Fisk, though. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> See now, I think I think the reason that uh, Kilgrave comes across as a as a better villain is he was a more direct villain in uh, Jessica Jones. He is more like directly after Jessica Jones, where Fisk was a villain that Daredevil was trying to get to, but he was it was more of a it was more of a playing out like he like if Fisk was actively coming after Daredevil. Are you are you like trying Kilgr to say that's what we think? No, okay. I'm just saying that's okay. that's why I think that Kilgrave seemed like a better villain. Like I think I think Fisk is a better villain overall. Um, I, it was to but, me it was more about his abilities and what he was able to kind of tap into with Jessica Jones and 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 poke at and that was so infuriating. Oh, he was definitely more scarier because of what yeah. he could do and stuff like that. But I think in the overall, I think Fisk is a, is a, a more, uh, rounded, rounded out villain. Like there's more to him. There's more to chew on in a way. But I, I mean, that's, I, I that's... love both the villains. I think they're both up. Can you imagine in, my, in, my, in the in same my, season in my higher epi What are they in there? Are, are they, no, I'm saying vendors. No, no, actually, well, Kil no. Kilgrave's dead. Kilgrave's, yeah, okay. Well, he's MCU dead. We don't know what that means. <laughs> right. Electra so, has come back to life, so who knows about Kilgrave? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I agree. So I, I understand that. That's uh, – I just – I like the I like the newness action in uh, Daredevil. I think why it gives me the nod. I agree that Kilgrave is a definite crazy villain, though. What do you, how do you how do you rate the three episodes the three seasons? I think I I think I go Daredevil one, Jessica Jones Daredevil two. Okay, so we're all kind of putting Daredevil two at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's but I mean I, I, it's, it's still really good. I think we're all positive. It's kind of like season. it's yeah. kind of like the top three in the Olympics. You know, they're all pretty damn good. Bronze. Yeah, I mean, so we're in the bronze. <laughs> I'm trying right. to say, compare it to Agents of Shield, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's where, a conversation after we go offline on whether or not we want to we want to delve into the rock or you know, <laughs> yeah, dead horse. <laughs> no. Right. Well, like I said, I, I uh, we I've talked about Agents of Shield, and it, it's a good show, but it does drag on and it does start to get crazy. And, but we'll we'll talk about that after. All right. Well, I think we've pretty much hit everything in daredevil i mean there's there's so much in it in in 13 episodes there you know we're talking 13 hours a lot of stuff yeah. to go um we're not going to get into especially with the amount of story that this one had because it did have story all over and story interacting yeah um the gist of it is is, is we got introduction essentially to castle electra the story of the dark sky uh you know the the mystical battle war that's coming um frank castle who he is what he is what he's motivated by and now he's out what's that going to mean the the <clears throat> destruction of the uh uh murdoch nelson and murdoch uh lawyer company or or business and what's that going to mean for them going forward and, and all that which all i think we will see 
I don't I don't remember if it all if we see it all play out in defenders, but it we'll definitely get a bits of it in defenders after we get there through Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and then Defend. So it's only about four or five months away for us, essentially. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Good deal. No. All right. Cool. Well, I think we can say goodnight on that. Um, find us on right. Facebook, uh, the the How We Sees It. Uh, we have a – there's a podcast website, too, on it now. I'm not sure how that even works, but I did put that together. Oh, on Facebook there's one? Yeah. Yeah, oh. I put it together trying to see if it's easier to tag than – for some reason I could never tag the group in anything, so just trying to get more things out there. Now they're trying to get me to pay to advertise it, though, and I'm like, no. I don't think so. <laughs> I've, I've actually I've had people contact me like are you a podcast host and they're like we, we'll advertise your podcast and it was like 87 they're they're low in their their beginner podcast was like it's 87 dollars an episode I'm like that's more than yeah. we pay for a year <laughs> right exactly <laughs> thanks hey, no wait thanks to, wait hey. wait till that wait till that uh Mac Weldon money starts rolling in then right <laughs> hey I think this is the first podcast where I actually had more vulgar language than you did Noah <laughs> yeah that's true i i was definitely not as upset with it you were tame i liked it it, yeah, it good. didn't make no, me no. mad <laughs> it wasn't four hours plus four hours plus 20 hours of... but i want i want to see the Zack snyder cut of uh, daredevil <laughs> we gotta see the Zack Snyder cut of nobody. That's what we're waiting for. Right. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. Unless you guys have anything to say. Nope. Nothing that's all here. good. Good night. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll see you guys on the next episode. All right. Later.